Good evening. You are listening to a pre-taped episode of the Ghostly Talk Paranormal Talk Show. Enjoy a one-hour flashback interview, followed by two brand-new discussions we have had with the wonderful guests that make Ghostly Talk the show that it is. We had a lot of fun putting these together for you folks. So enjoy, and see you all back here live in 2009. Broadcasting from the world-famous Haunted Winery here in Warren, Michigan, this is Ghostly Talk on December 14th, 2008. Ghostly Talk is independently produced every Sunday night from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time to converse about all things paranormal. For more info, go to ghostlytalk.com. I... Whatever. (laughs) I know our website. Tonight... Two weeks in a row. Yeah, I know. Isn't that awesome? Tonight, a flashback discussion with one of our most interesting in-studio experiences with audio medium Brian Jones. Later... Bill Chappell is in the house to discuss, oh, to tell us about digital dowsing. And finally tonight, the wonders return. This is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, we'll we'll get into that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Right now, I do want to introduce. Oh, you know, no haste whatsoever, <laughs> or no haste. What is it? No delay. No whatsoever. delay. Absolutely. I do want to introduce our, our very special guests. We have, um, of course, uh, I had met this fellow um, out at the CPRI conference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he gave a, a, a speech, kind of thing, a, a, a workshop. Actually, <laughs> it was a great workshop. And yeah, and 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 I was fortunate enough to attend. And uh, that's where I got to meet this researcher. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring onto the show, onto Ghostly Talk, I'd like to welcome ITC researcher Brian Jones. Welcome to Ghostly Talk. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show, Brian. Yes, welcome. And, uh, and of course, uh, a, a re- return guest. And this is somebody who, who is extremely uh, anxious about ITC. He wants to raise the bar, Oh yeah, uh, so to speak of. There's been uh, a lot of, I mean, Dr. Rourke of people here, he's been kind of ruffling the feathers a little bit. That's what we like that. It gets like people that thinking. That's it, important, you know. Exactly. It gets people thinking. It gets people uh, really, really active. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I believe it's going to... Uh, uh, you know, once adopted by everybody, that this kind of uh, 
um, standards for evidence. The best evidence standard. The best evidence standard yes. could definitely uh, make us work a bit harder. Mm-hmm. But once we get something, we know something's there. And, and oh, or, yeah. you know, something to, to, to stand up and, and take notice. Oh, yeah. So I would like to welcome back to Ghostly Talk. <laughs> welcome back, Dr. Stephen Rourke. Hey, how you doing, guys? You'd have to tell me about the uh, about the ruffling feathers things. I know I should probably be more involved in kind of checking on the message boards. What kind of uh, what kind of feathers are you talking about? Oh no, you see, you see, Doctor Rourke. You know, it's your job to ruffle the feathers, and then we'll do the cleanup work. That's okay. That's what we do here. That's what we like to do. No, there was just a no. It was actually, you know, as far as ruffling feathers goes, there was just a lot of emails we received from people going, "Well, wow, this is something totally." And some people. You know, they were like, oh, this is no, this is ridiculous. It's, it's totally real. Um, and of course we all know, hey, look, listen, you know, why don't you look at the evidence? I think once, make some I, I think once know? we, uh, yeah, cause I've gotten several emails and I think what happens is once I, once I explain that, you know, this is something that they can adopt or not, that, that eases the burden just a bit. Oh yeah. But then also once I explain that, you know, hey, you know, I mean, there's, there's always going to be, there needs to be continuous improvement, and, and we need to improve this field. And, and I think that, that that really gets people thinking, how can I improve? And so, so people, you know, once they start thinking about it, uh, generally uh, get on board with the idea of, hey, we're only going to deal now with Class A EVP, or, you know, what folks the call best evidence Class A EVPs. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do these experiments. A lot of the people that I correspond with are doing experiments anyway. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're out there. They're they're gathering, you know, ghost hunting as well. But they're also doing experiments on their own. And uh, and it's and it's time we we started, you know, only considering the top of the class and Absolutely. see what happens. And, and I agree with Doug on that. And who knows? So that's, that's five kind ten of, years from now, yeah. it'll be commonplace. So that's <laughs> kind of that's kind of and that's cool. That's what we expected, Stephen. Thank you again for. For coming on here and, and enlightening us on that, really, uh, that was an enlight- enlightening couple of nights we had, and we're glad to have you back again. So thanks for coming back again, Doctor oh, Rourke. Glad to be here. All right, so how, now basically now Brian, we have been corresponding nonstop pretty much for the, the last couple of weeks. All right, uh, we've had some great conversations, by the way, uh, and we've been pulling this whole thing together. This is what we've been working on, working on is to pull this show together and try to present this information that you have, uh, these examples, these these audio tones. The, there's a lot of stuff here. Let's just say that, first of all. There's a lot of stuff to go over. So why don't we do this? Why don't we ask Brian, um, explain to us um, what you do. Mm-hmm. And and how you do it because I know that it's different from a lot of other folks that I've spoken with. So I'd like to to introduce yourself mm-hmm. um, to everybody listening and and we'll get a feel for who you are, Brian Jones. Yeah, hi. Uh, well, they know my name now. Um, I've been uh, aiming at uh, what I thought was pushing pushing it a little bit as far as um, interacting with the EVP phenomenon, the voices that you'll hear. Mm-hmm. And I think I started that in. Um, I just, I'd like to just say, since I haven't been on with you before, that in 1997, you know, I've always, I've had, I've had, I'll tell you, one of the things that I think causes me to really want to find out, uh, to, to access information from, let's just say, challenging uh, Paradigm County or wherever it's coming from, is that I've had, I've had a lot of strange things happen in my life before I got into this in 97. Mm-hmm. Um, just things that really were a bit challenging to figure out why they laid out like they did, and I, I won't I, I won't even lay any of those out right now. But um, in 1997, I was really 
I really was uh, asking questions from, call it God or invisible ones or, you know, the, you just feel like there's somebody there listening, but mm. you're not real sure. Yeah. And I said, look, I've got all this energy, and I don't seem to have a place to put it. You know, I've I've owned about 600 old cars, and I put like 20, 30 hours in straight just to burn off energy. And um, so. Um, in 1997, I was on a, a phone conversation with a guy, and, and all of a sudden, I started hearing my own voice coming back through the earpiece and interrupting me. And if you, I would I would say that it's probably like the delay for a radio, where it really stirs you up. It's kind of hard to keep your concentration. But what's funny about this was I told this man on the other end of the, who was on his phone, mm-hmm. I said, hey, he couldn't hear any of it. It was just really stirring me up. I, I can't even put it into words, but the way that I perceived it was that my voice was coming back at me backwards. And that's what I told him at the time, but yet he couldn't hear anything. Brian, Brian, stop for a second. Can we we interrupt you just one moment? Dr. Rourke, while he was talking there, like not even 10 seconds ago, did you make any noise on the phone? No. I heard those, by the way. You you heard those. They sounded closest I can come to. Like a a crow or something? A a quack, maybe? Yeah, I mean, we didn't mean to interrupt you, Brian. Sorry, but... We're sitting here listening to, on our end, I know you guys hear when we talk. And and we both heard that. Doug and I both heard that. We both looked at each other. Yeah, we're sitting here and we're listening to your... To, to your explanation, which mm-hmm. which is a direct answer to what, what we asked. And, and so I, I really feel bad for interrupting. Yeah, but no kidding. Those... I heard that. I heard that, too. What is it? What do we Who, have? Is anybody doing that? I'm hearing the same popping as all what the, like the initial popping. Okay, but this is, we were. okay, well, this I... This sounds more like a quack or a scrape. How about we back... Let's back We're off. Have to make up some new terms here. <laughs> Tell you what, Brian. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> Didn't mean to interrupt you. We're gonna back off, Brian, and let you let you finish your explanation. Okay. Yeah, see, Sorry I'll, to do I'll try, that. But... I'll try to make it less. No, do, no, do, no, 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 do no. Whatever we, you want. Oh, uh, uh, P.S. Guys, this is what it's like speaking with Brian Jones. Whenever I am on the phone with him, it seems he's constantly telling me, "Yeah, yeah I'm hearing this and that," and I don't. But the fact is, Brian sometimes records conversations with myself and even other people. As we're going to hear and, tonight, uh, yeah. audio evidence of, uh, I guess what you can call, anomalous sounds that uh, are near facsimiles of spoken speech. Well, yeah. and, and, and I wonder if, if we're actually capturing that tonight, because we are recording. Uh, yeah, and, and, and we're, we're broadcasting we're this broadcasting out to broadcasting like, to the world. Yeah. The, what, what's there interesting it was again, is... There it was again. Yeah, we are in between both of you because did you call uh, Brian or did Brian call? I called us? Brian and then I called Doctor so Rourke. We initiate so, so for for evidence purposes, we initiated the call to Brian, and we also then initiated the call to Doctor Rourke and bridged there all of us up. Again. I heard. Hey, did you guys hear that? I think Brian. Brian. I heard. Price. Now I don't know if Stephen's doing that again. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> my, hey, uh, I, I just thought of it. How about EVB? Uh, electronic voice Budinskis. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, I, 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 when we play this back, I swear I just heard my first name. I, I just heard your well, first just name, Just for the Brian. record, though, Brian, honestly, you have heard uh, these things and, and even captured on tape uh, voices like this in conversations other than with me, obviously. Uh, it's starting to happen more and more all the time now, but just for the record right now, what we did on, uh, what was that, um, October 2nd, was the... what. 
uh, just just in case any the the term comes up the Wawa thing, I guess you told me that's some convenience store. So I just yeah, use yeah. that as a reference point, a label. Mm-hmm. But what I did was Stephen called me when he's on his commute back home from a evening class there, and uh, I I have a digital recorder that I put about two feet away from my. I've got an old style um, uh, speaker phone which has a pretty good amplified output. And and sometimes I've, I'd hold the uh, thing right up to it, but I could hear these. I can hear these phrases as they occur, and, and and they've been building stronger. And I think about a year, or maybe it was two years now. I I told Stephen about. I said, man, I was getting really distracted, and it was you know I was so used. I'm so used to hearing all these extra voices anyway. But but there was one point I wish I would have been recording at that point because it really sounded it, the way I would. And maybe it was, but it sounded to me like a uh, like a control tower and a small aircraft. It seemed like it was a two way conversation. I heard that. Do you guys hear that? I heard that. I hear also. it. I do hear okay. it. Okay. Right, well, can I know? How come I can't hear it? That's Hello. A, that's a yeah. really good question, uh, Doctor Work, because we hear it. Well, then again, it, this could have something to do with the fact that I'm I'm on a uh, a cordless uh, like a handset, you know? Yeah. With a really tiny. Uh, Earpiece and mm-hmm. a little like tiny mic connect that earpiece. Right. It, and it, on top of that, I'm on a cell, which is uh, kind of inherently low in volume. Right. This, so this, uh, maybe that's it. The cell the cell carriers usually use a codec uh, to transform your you know your voice into the minimum possible amount of data mm-hmm. uh, in order to carry across their network. So I wonder if if that's not being filtered out by their algorithms, but but what's interesting is we hear it crystal clear, and 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 we are capturing it on tape. I hope we are capturing. Oh, it. I this hear. I, I could tell you if I could describe it. I'd say it's like crackling. No, the crackling is different. The but, cra- but you guys are hearing voices or something, right? The crackling is that—that's something that we've noticed before, and that's part of uh, here in our studio. The the folks that we call will hear a. Uh, you know, an occasional tick, tick, tick kind of thing um, at, at odd random intervals. But that's not, and sometimes close together and sometimes far apart. It's not that. This is more of a, a it's a distinct noise. It's, it's a, saying Brian. It's saying Brian or it's... I'm hearing, it's fast, like most EVPs are. It's interesting. It's I, interesting. I would like to grab it and slow it down, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. We well, can't no, do it while here's we're... A, well, wait a minute. The thing is, is if, if people are listening to this right now, whether it's whether they're listening live right now, or you're listening to an archive of this, um, that sounds exactly like some of the stuff we're going to play tonight. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, I agree. Then maybe we should just get I mean, well, no, go on. Brian, we're gonna, yeah. this is your show, Brian, so we want we want to do what you want to do here. All right? Okay, well, let me, let me uh, finish the, yes. the thought of, of Absolutely. kind of a turning point where I got into it, where I heard my voice coming back at me, and it spooked me. It, it, it was very stirring. I mean, really, it... it it hit me. I felt like I got zapped by lightning. Well, not that I know what that's like, to tell you the truth, but but like an electrical current. I was shooken up, shaken up. Um, I felt like somebody grabbed me by the shoulders as I was hearing my voice, and it, and I just couldn't talk. I was like, oh, what? do you hear that? And Phil couldn't hear anything. And then mm-hmm. I just remember distinctly perceiving it as coming back at me backwards. And then, you know, we got off the phone. He just thought I was losing my mind. And then about three hours later, my mother says, hey, uh, Art Bell had a guest the other night. You're going to love this. And she told me about David John Oates and the whole phenomenon of recording speech and listening to it backwards and hearing embedded messages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, I when I heard about that, I dropped everything in my life. I mean, my I went in a completely different direction. I was 
you know, when I first modified a shoebox tape recorder, I mean, i got to say it's a little embarrassing, but I'm proud of myself for being so driven. <laughs> I literally raised the head on an old shoebox mono tape player, and I had to chip the case of the cassette away to clear so I could get the head halfway up the tape. Mm-hmm. But um, I ended up doing 30 hours straight once I start had a capability to listen to things backwards. But, it, you know, it goes on and on. I mean, thousands and thousands of hours of that, but about two years into doing that and finding out that a lot of people really didn't want to know about that, I started hearing the extra voices, and then I guess it was maybe a year, year, year and a half into it, I heard Mark Macy on uh, Coast to Coast with Art Bell. Mm-hmm. And, of course, by then I had a, I was recording everything that moved or didn't move, and um, I he had a... He was playing a few things that were very interesting, and uh, one of them was what he claims is a 13-minute call, uh, a live phone conversation with the late uh, Constantine Radova, Dr. Radova. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I just he only played about maybe 30, 40 seconds of it, but I was getting backward statements out of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, I was, you know, like I said, when I I, I just um, seen. Keep going, Brian. Keep going, Brian. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I. Uh, I, then I, I started thinking, I, I listened to a lot of near-death experiences and all the parallels, and I, I heard about how being outside of the physical body would give you major clarity and see, you know, time didn't exist. You could see past, present, and future. And I was thinking, you know what, I could use that, you know, because uh, I feel like I am in some kind of soup here. I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? I feel like there's just something blocking me from knowing what I should know. Mm-hmm. So I just started focusing on that, and I thought, well, mediums bring through, um, spirit mediums seem to be able to bring through compressed images. A lot of them do it with visual sense. You know, they, they see pictures. And I've heard some of them describe that. And I thought, well, if there really is some kind of consciousness that has a way of interacting, maybe I can translate it into audio or at least receive it and be some kind of a conduit. So that's what I've aimed for. And that's why I, that's why I thought of the term of audio medium. It's just I'm kind of a go-between to, to bring it through. And... I got to tell you, I've done all kinds of weird experiments. I've hooked myself up to amplifiers. I've, I've, uh, you know, I've uh, done a lot of things that were pretty. <laughs> I mean, the arc welder through the pencil. And I actually have a couple a dual direction message that. Okay, hang on. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I mean, we no, don't. Our... sound like a duck. Our fifth guest is getting quite chatty. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the fifth person on the phone line, which okay. there's only four of us here. There's yeah. myself, there's Scott L., yeah. there's uh, yeah. Brian Jones, and there's uh, Dr. Stephen Rourke. Mm. So there's, you know, there's four people currently on this phone line, but yeah. there's definitely some kind of influence. Fifth influence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Just in case it's my, um, my crappy, like, hands-free set or something. Because there's a long wire on the, I'm always looking for the prosaic explanations of why this might occur when I'm um, on the phone with Brian. Yeah. But Do other... The, uh, the fact is he, he has recordings and audio evidence. It's not like it's a some kind of uh, imagining on his part. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch um, to a headset with a shorter wire. Okay. Evidently... Headset wires when you travel down like uh, trucking corridors and stuff like that. There's some, there's some one in a million chance that the the headset wire could serve as some sort of an antenna. Yeah, uh, it's highly unlikely, but I figure we could eliminate that maybe, and it also holds on my ear a little bit better. So uh, <laughs> we have a loop for. Well, not a problem. Okay. Another thing that we've done is uh, we've turned off all the cell phones here. 
Uh, so all the phone, all the cell phones here, so yeah. they're not going to be producing any any noises, any anything. EMF we noises anything or anything contaminating fact, the board. Take, let me see your phone. It's off. But I'm, yes, take, I'm taking the headphones them? off and I'm putting these in a different room. Go, yeah, yeah, go put them in the kitchen or in the bedroom or put them somewhere just yeah. so that they're not even around. So we're going to eliminate as much um, electronics as possible you can, as you can do in a radio station uh, or in a radio setup. So, but what happens is the uh, th- there is it does seem at least. For a while, there there's a fifth guest, and what I want to do is I want to now open up uh, this show and formally invite a fifth, sixth, seventh, however many guests want to come well, and well, Brian, say something yeah. on the show with Brian and, and Dr. Rourke uh, and us too. Yeah, uh, you're more than welcome. Yeah, Brian, I mean, you're, you're cool with that, right? I mean, I mean. This- oh yeah, no, I've already. I already kind of uh, put that out there before you guys called me. Excellent. Well, I want I to reinforce that. Yeah, although we wouldn't mind at all. <laughs> no, I would <laughs> like to be very happy. I would like to I mean, reinforce I, that with my with our own invitation, mm-hmm. an open invitation to any guests who do not have physical telephones, as we know. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk to us, we are recording this entire conversation. Doctor Rourke, if I may ask something, okay? If he's back. Uh, is it, did he take off? Oh, he, he, he was going to do I, a. I have to off he was going to switch to another. Headset. Oh, okay. Doctor Rourke, are you there? Okay, I think Hello, yeah, I'm here. Is. You guys are really spotty now. Oh, are we? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. We're, sp- we're spotty. Are we, we're, so, we're getting so, worse and worse. Yeah, yeah and it might be it might be breaking up on my end or something. I don't know. But, uh, how about on your end, Brian? What's I that? They're, they're cutting out pretty good. Hmm. Well, how about we do this? Test. Let me put it that way. How about we do this, okay? We, we're right at the bottom of the hour, it looks like, anyways. Yes. We Why are. don't we make some adjustments here, okay? We'll take a quick music break here. Just to, We'll just play a song, all right? Um, and then we'll, we're going to recall you guys back, okay? Yeah, yeah that's we, a good idea. It's hard to hear what you're saying. Because I think this is a, this. I think we've had a hell of a start already. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And I mean, Brian, I, I, I want, we, we want to talk to you more. Of course, we got a lot of stuff to cover here too. I, I have stuff in the playlist already. So that. what we'll do, if that's cool with you guys, we're going to take a quick break here. All right, guys. So everybody, just chill out if you're listening to this thing live and all that, or whatever. Uh, we're trying to work out the issues here, <laughs> the obvious terrestrial issues i think we have but there's a new element here too i think there's something else going on let's take a quick break uh we'll be right back this is ghostly talk i'm scott l and i'm doc we'll be right back after this let's you and me go on a killing spree oh what fun it all would be to have a night on the town to rid the world of jerks and restore our faith in humanity One of those rare moments when everything works We stop the exposition with the deadly incision To the juggle of a rudeness clerk And then we advance the execution Cruise the ball bruising as you see it on cable network Give the kiss of death as you catch a dime breath Then we'll dance and jig on the graves I guess it went too far when she took it in my car Meet a man's my great success You and me on a killing spree Oh, what fun it all would be To have a night on the town to rid the world of jerks to the community and restore our faith in humanity. One of those rare moments when everything works. We'll get all the junkies with some poison, munchies, and exploding video games. We'll go completely postal at a Sunday social as the church goes up in flames. And with no regrets, I take a bath when all our killing is done. We turn our attention to the aliens' direction and shoot them with an all-way gun.
got a killing spree. Oh, what fun it all would be to have a night on the town to rid the world of jerks. Read pillars to the community and restore faith in humanity. One of those rare moments when everything works. Get the Hollywood style, it's the little heart, it's the brand with a statue of gold. And all the lawyers and dirty little boys, even the pits of hell are too cold. So as I close on the killing pros and lead the just to their demise, the folks in here got nothing to fear, it's justified. Homicide, you and me on a killing spree. Oh, what fun it all would be to have a night on the town to rid the world of jerks. Three pillars to the community and restart faith in humanity. One of those rare moments when everything works. One of those rare moments when everything works. All right, we're back. We are back. It, 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 it didn't go as well as we had planned, evidently. Yeah, as far as the sound goes. Guys, you we still were... there? Can you hear us? Yeah, you're... You're pretty choppy. I'm here, and I I can kind of make out what you're saying. Mm-hmm. How about you, Doctor Rourke? Doctor Rourke, did we lose Doctor Rourke? Perhaps. Oh my God! What? Um. Um. <laughs> this is wild. It's a bunch of craps. But this is. <laughs> Doctor Rourke, are you there? Somebody got lost in transition. I think that's okay though. Brian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh man, how are we gonna do this? What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to look and see what quality setting I have the telephone okay. at. And it's important to the to the yeah, experiment, but definitely. I, <laughs> I don't know where it is yeah, in, okay. in, in this interface that's the problem. Well, we're going to... There it is there's again. The, there it is again. There's the word. The, there it is again. I hear that. Yeah, I hear that too. Whoa. What was that? That was a. Work, I don't know. That was a couple. Whoa, of, that's that's very characteristic of what what I'm hearing when I'm on the phone with people these days. That was a couple of words. Yeah, I it it it, it really fe- I can feel it more than hear it because it's real faint here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hi, it said hi. Well, hello, hello, oh, hi. Okay, well, I mean, I know this is like making for some really crappy radio right now, but I mean, if you're, you know, the thing is, is like, okay, um, there's something going on here. And now, Brian, yeah, we're gonna work something out to get Steven back on. All right, yeah, yeah, good, good. I know gonna, he's probably probably wondering what's going on. We're gonna, well, I'll tell you what, we'll just do this stuff on the air because I don't want, I want to keep going here. Okay, I don't want to keep cutting yeah. the music or anything like that. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to tie Dr. Rourke in right now. Or just on the line here, okay? We might as well just do it that way. So just hang tight, okay, Dr. Rourke? I mean, I'm, I mean, Brian, hang on for one second, okay? All right. Wow, we're going to do this live. <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> I, know, I have no more choice. Hang on. That what? was a whole yeah. sentence. Are you guys hearing that? Yeah, I heard that. That was an entire sentence. And I heard October the 9th is no longer the night. That's what I what? heard. That's what you heard him say? That's what I heard. Do you know what? It was long enough to be that, but he could have said, or he or she could have said, October the 9th is Brian, the night. you I there, mean, Brian? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Damn it. In all my years of doing this show, I've never, I've never been this, this flustered ever on the air in my life. And hey, I've know, never... I hate to say this, I hate to say this, but I, a while back I did this. The last show I did was with uh, Joshua P. Warren and Micah Hanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, their t- staff members at uh, Speaking of Strange. I tried mm-hmm. to introduce. I, I told them about you guys, but 
I noticed on the archive, my volume level, only mine, not theirs, was going up and down. It was really annoying. Well, we got and, you. Uh, we got you pretty good here. Yeah, you're pretty stable here. You're stable you're lower here. lower than us in, call, in volume, but you are stable. Yeah, so, I mean, huh. I'm trying to find a way to get Dr. Rorick on. It's not letting me cut over unless I pull, well, unless I pull him completely out of the channel right now. Why don't we do that? Doug, you entertain people, okay? <laughs> I'm going to entertain people. Well, yeah, oh, you're going to I'm going to pull, 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 pull the phone out of the if, channel. If you pull the phone out of the channel, we won't be recording it. Oh, man. And I would like to keep this I want to keep this thing rolling. Phone line well, we got an issue, though. We got an issue, moment. Brian, just, I'm sorry, Brian. We're just trying to group this thing, put this thing together. You, you, you take here. your headphones you off. Go call Dr. Rourke. No, no. We want you on the phone as long as possible. Stay on the phone, all right? You go call Dr. Rourke on a phone in the other room. All right. Okay. And I'm going to have a little chat with, uh, okay. with him. Right. And you explain to Dr. Rourke that we're getting sentences and everything. All right. We'll get him as soon as we think okay. that it's, right. uh, okay. Uh, Brian. Yeah. You are amazing to me. Uh, <laughs> I, the, I've been doing, you know, Ghostly Talk, this is our fifth year of broadcasting, and I've talked to a lot of people, and we've had weird things happen, we have. We've had, uh, we've had people call in and, and say, do you know, or not call in, but email us and say, you know, I think I heard a voice under, you know, your interview, and things like that. However, I've never heard it in real time with my own ears until tonight, and I can't explain these noises. And here's one thing that adds a lot of credibility to them. Because, face it, somebody could say, you know what, I think the Ghostly Talk guys are adding that into the stream. Well, I know this is not true. True, because I'm we're sitting here absolutely flustered and flabbergasted, right? Somebody oh, yeah. could say, well, Brian's adding it into the stream, right? I know yeah, this sure. is not true, because this is, you've, we've talked for, for several times on the phone, and, and you've not I've I've never heard anything before. So here's what adds credibility, though. What I think adds credibility. Dr. Stephen Rourke does not hear these things. Yeah. And there's no way you could add something to the stream or I could add something to the stream that he would not hear. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Sure. Because it, it, when we bridge us up, we're all on a bridged call. And and there's no way that anybody could add to that stream without the other person also hearing that, right? Well, All three know, I, parties like would hear it. I agree, and I mean, you know, there's um, a lot of things that these these messages, as far as I can tell, they're they're kind of logic defying. As far and I and I don't have a technical background, but I've I've seen um, I used to work with the reverse speech thing, as David Oates calls it, and. I had a couple people I collaborated with, and they'd send me what what we call a reversal, right? A sound wave file, probably they were mostly wave files. Somebody'd send me one as an email attachment, and I'd get it, and there'd be an EVP on it, and I'd send it back to the guy and say, "Hey, check this out. Listen right here," and he'd hear it, and I'd say, "Check your your file that's on your computer," and the original file didn't have it, but yet sending it to me, it it obtained one on the way. And a lot of things along those lines. And that is something that, that you know, I've, I've heard that uh, some people have claimed that they'll leave their computer on and things will be typed on the screen if they leave Notepad open, you know, things like that. Um, well, I've and, asked for that, but I've never gotten it. Yeah, and, and I've never actually seen an example of it. So so that that kind of ITC or... Uh, CTC, Computer Trans Communication, I don't know, uh, d doesn't seem to happen, at, at least with any um, credibility that I can find. And, and I've never seen examples. But, uh, but this, 
this that's happening tonight is definitely mind-boggling. I, I have to say that. It seems like it's subsided a little bit now. Have it has. It? it has. Although it, it it did say something a little earlier on when Scott was stepping out the door, but uh, but it was just very, very in the background. Well, as long as you have the audio archive, that's where you can go in there. That's what I wanted to say did- about... A, a simple recorder, whether it's a magnetic tape or, or a digital recorder, you can go in there and, and there you have it. I mean, a lot of this fleeting energy that's all around us, once you capture it on some kind of recording, there you, you have it. You can play it backwards. I mean, if I could play stuff sideways, I would. I bet you there'd be uh, coherent words for them that way, too. Mm-hmm. But um, I and, and you can slow them down, and it's amazing what, what will appear. Well, um, I did call Dr. Rourke's phone a couple of times here, and I'm getting his voicemail now. Does it go immediately or does it ring? Well, the first time I called three times. The first time I called, it went right to voicemail. The second time, it rang a couple of times. And then the third time, it rang like four or five times and went to his voicemail. All, all three times with a voicemail. So I left him a voicemail and said, listen, uh, when we go to our next break, I'll try to pull you back in. I don't know where he's okay. at. I don't, I don't know where he's at. So I guess we'll just roll with it. And bring him back in here when we take our next break. In the meantime, let's just, uh, I gotta be quite honest. I'm a, I'm a little flabbergasted right now. I'm just a little bit flustered, so I'm trying to figure out what we're gonna do here. Um, I, I'm, I don't think things are necessarily going bad, you know, in the, they're, in they're, fact, they're going very good. This is, but yeah, for I'm, the experiment part, which we were gonna, we were actually going to describe first, but the experiment sort of got in the way. And that's alright, that's fine. You know, I'll I mean, tell you what. You've introduced yourself, Brian, and 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 somebody else is, seems to be trying to introduce themselves. But um, before we give them more airtime, and really quickly, <laughs> yeah. Why tonight? Why um, Monday? Why a Monday night? Why is this? Why October ninth? Why October ninth, well, two thousand six? Why are we doing this tonight? It, it was kind of um, for fun, really, because and and I I have them labeled here, and it's funny that Scott thought that he heard a reference from one of these voices that was breaking in here uh, talking about October 9th, but... No, I heard it. Brian, I heard it... Ready to play, huh? I heard it crystal clear. It said October 9th is no longer the night. No longer the night. Well, that sounds like somebody's just trying to mess with us then, isn't it? I don't know. By the way, in the beginning of the show, just for the record, when you were were coming online here and and introing the show, or uh, you you mentioned it was October 8th. Oh, I, you know what? I, you didn't change that on the script. You know, we're you know in Radio Land here. We're making updates to the show, and I'm still I'm still okay. All right, it's my template. That's okay. Right. That's okay. I'll recall. Well, re- sorry. Are you are hmm? you guys ready to play a couple of these? Yeah, I think so. I think what that's you, a good idea. What well, do you? I'll I'll tell you why I say that now is because as far as it goes to finish answering your question about why Monday night because Stephen. Uh, when we were on the phone, this is—I don't remember exactly what the date was. We have it written down. It was about a month before. It was about a month before the October second recording we did when he was going up the highway there. Yeah. But um, there were—it just seemed like the October ninth kept being repeated over and over again with these interfering voices. And there's three files that I sent you that are that are in the. Um, I believe those would be in the um, the what I in the Rourke folder there. Yeah, I got that mm-hmm. open. If you want to play uh, 36, 7, and 8, um, try 36, and let's just see if people can hear the October 9th is your night thing. All right, I want to play 36 right now. October 9th is your night. That was not the phone line. That was our audio. 
That's we right. just played that, okay? But damn it, no, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, we're gonna ha- we're we're capturing this whole thing. Yeah, this thing and I know what I important. heard. I'm not crazy. You are not crazy, despite popular belief in in the paranormal community. <laughs> I am. I heard what I heard, and this is well. I heard. Now, what I heard was October 9th is no longer the night. But this this recording, this is a recording. to me, sounds like October 9th is your night. That's, October 9th is your night. Yeah. I, I hear October 9th is your night on that recording. Let's play it one more time. October 9th is your night. Can I play 37, uh, Brian? Yeah, but, but before you do, yeah. or you want to play it first, because I had a different take. I mean, it's, it's saying October 9th, but I believe that there's a couple syllables that are different. It's a different version of what you're hearing. So you want me to play 37 then? Yeah, go ahead, and then I'll okay. tell you, see what you hear, and then I'll tell you what I hear after we play it. Out. Okay. That's been slowed down, obviously. Yeah, I slowed that one down there, but... But what I heard was October 9th, okay, but it seemed like I was just trying to sound it out, you know, the the vowels, consonants, and things. And it seemed closer instead of, uh, I I thought I was hearing it say October 9th, good 9, which I, I think 38 is the same. Well, anyway, try try that one again, but see what if you think it says, I mean, good 9. I mean, I hear an N at the tail end of that. Okay, there. so you want me to play, I'll, I'll right. play 38 then. 38 or 37? Well, try 37 one okay. more time. Okay, all right. I think it's it's a it's a it's a tough call, um, yeah. Brian, and and the reason is, uh, first of all, there, there's not that much enunciation. I mean, there's a lot more enunciation in this than a lot of EVPs I've you know heard on the internet. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more enunciation, but it's not like you and me with our right. tongues and our vocal cords and our yeah, uh, yeah. breathing and our you know we're able to force air through these cords and you know and, and we can do this 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 enunciation well, um, let me ask you this are you hearing october 9th out of these yes mm-hmm. absolutely okay see that's the whole thing is steven sent me the the first 136 that we played there and and i and i could nitpick it but i was thinking you know it could be saying october 9th is your night and i just figured after nine and a half years of I've literally I've I've been doing this stuff and you know most people don't even want to talk about it you know I've had to do pretty much everything more or less on my own and I've done many many thousands of hours it's been kind of a lonely ride so I just thought hey you know if somebody or something is is I'm just I just figured I'd just think optimistically like maybe there's going to be some magic happening on the ninth maybe you know what i mean somebody yeah, will well, hear what i'm doing and more some, people well, will get involved and something's happening <laughs> I, have, yeah. I think we agree we have, with we have that. yeah we have 38 here well let me let me let me let me throw my thoughts my thoughts down on this yes. when we pulled i i organized this whole thing on Friday, last friday right mm-hmm. uh, i went through with all these folders and you know cause it, it was hysterical it was i you know I, I, uh, brian was like um Okay, tonight I'm going to get everything done. I'm going to finish my work. I'm going to, and I'm going to send you everything tonight. You're going to have just be ready for a bunch of emails. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, I'm sending you know a few emails with some zip files or whatever. And I open up my inbox Friday morning, and there's about thirty to forty emails, <laughs> right. all from Brian. And I'm right. like, oh. so I pull them all down though, and I organize with all that stuff. Now, in respect to these pieces of audio, um, Friday night, 
I had them on my laptop, and I was, and me and Tom from GLPR were listening to them. Yeah. We were out at Amber's house, and we're sitting there listening to them. And when we played this this particular one, I'll play it one more time. I'm gonna play 36 again. We both looked at each other and said, "We both we played October 9th is your night." So you know, Brian, you were asking like, you know, what are you hearing? Uh, hands down, I'm hearing October 9th is your night. Okay. That's that's what I heard, you know, and, and, and as we know with a lot of these things, it's perception, it's mm-hmm. how people perceive them. Doug's going to hear it one way, I'm going to hear it another way, and you're probably going to hear it a different way. Also. I don't think there's anybody who wouldn't get the October 9th part. I think that's crystal clear. That is I absolutely think it's defined. Yeah. yeah, that is extremely well defined, and and then uh, the is your I think is is pretty clear, mm-hmm. and it, the the very last word may slide a bit um, standards wise because some people hear nine, some people hear night. Um, but either way, I think you get the nigh part, right? It's just the ending of that word. So I, I, I do think it's it's absolutely an incredible uh, recording. Yeah. How did you come about this recording again? I, I want to I wanna know who recorded it and when and what were the circumstances. Um, I could give you, uh, for right now, because we do, we do have the actual date. It was about a month before October 2nd. Mm-hmm. So it was last month, and um, Stephen was driving home from the college and we a lot of times on Mondays we'll we'll be on the phone for over half an hour and and I've been hearing these these uh, these interfering voices a lot of the times I've spoken with him on the phone he's on his cell phone and I'm at home here or I'm on my cell phone so what we do now or what we have done a couple times is I will he'll call me on my home phone and then I'll turn on the speaker phone here and then I'm just standing by with the digital recorder. So that's how that was captured there. And by the way, I, I hear those things coming through. It's very audible. It's not something I have to play back to hear. Well, we does Stephen hear them when when you're talking? Never. He don't. And there's some audio in here where you'll hear, you know, you'll hear Brian say, "Hey, did you hear that?" And Stephen. Doctor Rourke's like, oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, no, he can never, he can never hear it on his end. But there, but here's, he's made some pretty, pretty uh, careful observations about a couple things. One of them was, he dropped his phone, or physically dropped it at one point. Maybe I'm mixing that up with another point in here. But there was another time where his cell phone signal was breaking up, and you can hear him cutting in and out. Uh, but right in the middle of it, you hear the voice come through as strong as ever. But on both sides of that linear recording he's broken up and mm-hmm. he found that kind of interesting like here the voice is coming through but his signals diminished uh, very noticeably maybe they are maybe they have a better carrier <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm, I am I lost for words let, yeah, let's, hear, let's hear number 38 real quick can we play 38 uh, Brian yeah, it's just a kind of a, another another uh, take on the October Ninth thing, it might even be the same one as thirty-seven, but you can hear my, you can hear my. Well, it's a short one anyway. That's good. Mm-hmm. We're we're giving you the air right now. Go for it. Come on, do it again. That was actually like kind of the well, I mean. It seems like it was more of the stretched out one. It was it was the unedited more or less where it was. It was been less That's the out. original, right? Yeah, I, I just wanted you to hear just uh, that that right there. What you heard 
is just what is it 15 16 seconds 16, of yeah the 16 seconds yeah what I'm out and I mean that's just so you can but but when I said do it again that's be that I guess that was an acknowledgement that I I just heard that I mean I can hear them as they come through just like you say you heard one and I got to tell you that those um those voices you know when I heard that stuff coming through earlier on I uh, I I would recognize it as it just seems like this typical kind of scratchy raspy uh, delivery. Are you writing on something, Brian? Oh yeah, can you hear that? We know. No, don't take us. St- I'm not. I'm not trying to nitpick at you, but I mean, I'm listening to everything. Oh yeah, with a fine tooth well, you know ear. So yeah, um, I'll tell you what. I if I what I was just doing is I was xing out the three we just played, so I can. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, we got a lot. But yeah. if look, if you re- if you record um, even that, and I've recorded everything, it, I can feel it shift. I'll tell you what. Where I get a lot of voices coming um, are. Uh, planes in the sky if i record them you'll hear them break up and and start forming syllables and there'll be a lot of times dual direction messages in there for okay me. what was that i have no oh. idea see what i'm <laughs> noticing if you if i may play 38 again just one more time sure i just want to kind of get a feel for the voice that we're hearing okay oh, so yeah. i'm going to play this one more time hang tight guys That's we're, long we're giving you the air right now go for it Come on, do it again. What I'm hearing with the voice is it cuts in. It's it's kind of like it sounds like there's a hush if for the tech heads out there. It sounds <laughs> like there's a hush, like a gate put on the voice kind of where what I mean by a gate a gate and or a hush they kind of work independently is when you have a signal come through on a phone line or through a speaker or something like that. If you have a gate on it, what it'll do is it'll cut the sound off real quick so you don't have any type of, like, buzz coming okay. through. All right? And you'll you notice when you hear, when you play this, I'm going to kind of just fast forward through it again. We're, we're giving you the air. Okay, here we go again. Here we go. It sounds like there's a hush Come on, do it again. Because of the October 9th, and then there's like a close. Well, like yeah, the gate it, is closed. That's if you, and, and then, that, and, and then usually, they make enough noise for yeah. it to go. And that happens when you crank the gate up too much on yes, stuff. Yes, it does. It'll and we can even, we can even give an example, uh, if you want to hear it, but. Whoa. Anyways. You're gonna, you're, <laughs> hey. I don't think it made much of a difference. No, that was me laughing. He didn't oh, turn okay. on. I didn't turn on, I didn't turn on compressor the compressor, but I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. But go, turn, turn on the gate. Can you get down there and see where the gate is? And I'll try and make enough noise to open the gate. Okay. All right. And we'll show, we'll show what an, a gate open and closed sounds like. Now, Brian, you're not going to hear this, okay. I don't think. But the, no, you won't. Um, turn the gate up. It should be to the left. So this is all in the name of science, I suppose. We'll, we'll show you what a gate does. Um, I don't have a flashlight, so I can't. I don't feel like dealing with all this right now. We got too much to do. I can get down there and do the no, gate. That's all right. We can explain it more or less. I all think right. Where, like, it, all, well, it really we'll is, just, like, all it really is, like I said, is when we'll you have a signal come right. through. It cuts off the signal on the end of it. When it thinks ha- the signal is done, it stops it. You have to be very loud it, 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 oh, yeah. in order to, if your gate is turned up too much and its threshold is too high, you've got to be very, very loud in order to open the gate to allow the yeah. signal. Well, here's to a good, through. here's another good example too. And then the gate automatically closes mm-hmm. when when it 
doesn't have yeah. enough signal of another, voice. You know, you're, you're yeah. recording your voice. Another application you have is... Uh, drums. Well, no, no. Well, well drums, drums yeah. usually gated. You, you gate drums out. If, you, if you're in an ungrounded area, amplifiers, equipment oh, like hum. that, you'll get a hum and, oh. a, and a gate. Yeah. Actually, a hush would be better on that. Yeah. Same principle, though. Same idea. So that's kind of... <laughs> in so many words, Brian. Uh, that's yeah. kind of like... What that sounds like. That's what it sounds because like. It sounds, it sounds like, like they're, they're making enough uh, noise to get through the gate, um, but the gate closes even right in the middle of the sentence. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, one, I'll, I'll tell you something that's encouraging about about those voices coming through is that one. Well, those were from about a, a little over a month ago, and then on October second, uh, when Stephen and I called, I sent you a bunch of that stuff too. But I I think maybe we ought to wait till he gets back on to go through some of that. That's a, if, we, can, we can do that. That's fine. Um, right. Like I said, I mean, I don't know what happened with Doctor Rourke. Honestly, he. Um, he just kind of vaporized for a second. I don't know what happened to him. Hopefully, we'll get him back. Um, if you want, well, it's almost the top. Of, it's almost nine o'clock. You well, want? We've got about four more minutes. Well, could um, we uh, could we play just one yeah. MVP just so yes. people can hear? Sure. What do you want? Um, some what do you want of the play? early stuff that I did there? Sure. Oh, what do you sure. want to play? Well, there's one on here that it's probably in the EVP folder, mm-hmm. and um, that right there, I think. Um, I, do you see one that's called Brian? We all call for beer. Yeah, yeah, got it right here. Yeah, play that, and I'll explain how that came through afterwards. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of funny sounding, Brian. I think I think I mentioned that to you. Also, let me play it one more time for everybody. Okay. Sure. <laughs> How'd you get that? Well, <laughs> I have to I know. I was recording my uh, uh, old old wooden cabinet uh, holocrafters tube type uh, shortwave radio, mm-hmm. and while I was doing that, I was doing I, I was like I said I was doing this stuff every single day every night. But I remember it was the evening, and I I was you know I usually like to go down by the water and drink a beer, you know. <laughs> and I was telling myself not tonight, you know, but I was fighting these these horrific cravings for beer. And anyway, I found that one on playback from recording the shortwave in between stations. I didn't hear that when it occurred, but it, I just thought it was funny because I just really remember I was I was uh, having a lot of cravings for beer, and uh, I don't know that voice was there. I don't know what it means exactly, but uh, that's where that one came from. Let me play it one more time for everybody here. And I noticed there's quite a difference between that and the one that we played, which is, you know, the one about October 9th, which is why we're doing the show on October 9th. Um, the, the, the sound qualities are quite different. And, and like you just described, the, uh, there's an explanation for that. This was done earlier on and this was done on completely different equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was magnetic tape. For sure. That's loud. Quarters, you can hear it. You can hear the rounded warmth of it a little bit too. You can hear all that on mm-hmm. it also. So here's the thing. I want to before we're gonna get, we're gonna dive into the meat of this thing now. This is what we're gonna do. But I want to point out two things. Everything is going on right now. We're just dealing with this as best we can as far as what issues we're having here with with the phone lines being a mess, um, with having problems with Doctor Rourke obviously, and with these external forces that we don't know what's going on here. I can only give you guys our word on this and Brian's word and Dr. Rourke's word, um, because I know he'd want me to do this if he was here, um, is that 
we don't know what's going on here. <laughs> we really don't. Uh, all we're trying to do is analyze this the best we can and get some good ideas on this. And every strange sound you've heard tonight, um, you know, I can say on our, and I'm going to let Brian retort to this also, uh, but as far as our end here, all we did was just make a phone call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and plug it into a mixing board. I mean, it's a pretty simple process, pretty simple system. It's we something have. we do every it's something we do all time, the time we do a show. And we don't, yes. ha- I've never in my career, and I know Doug can say this too, in his career on this show, I've never heard voices come through like that while someone was speaking. I, I, whole, I wholeheartedly concur. I, I think that uh, this is the first, and, and I said it earlier, this is the first time I heard it with my ears in real time like this. Uh, yeah, you know, what experience? Because people have uh, people have have emailed us and said, "Oh, I think there was something in the background." You know, that oh kind yeah, of thing. yeah we've heard that over sure the years. Enough, yeah, you know, maybe there's something there, maybe not, but it's you know interesting. But this, I I definitely heard it was somebody trying. It sounded Clear like somebody trying to come through, and then a message, and then even a sentence. I'm dying to get a hold of this archive. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh to, yeah, to slow it down, to loaden it, to you know, mm-hmm. try and try and see what it said. But. I mean, I feel, and I mean, it's it's everything we're saying. It, it's dying to be said. I feel like we've been trying to get this show started for an hour though. Well, you know that's what, what it seems. Like. It seems like it, but it we've really actually does. got a lot done. Now, Brian, what I want to do, like I said, I want you to retort to what we said about this. Okay, I want. I mean, just say what you got to say about this as far as what what's going on here tonight. I'm I'm just going to back away and shut my mouth for a minute. Well, I I don't know what exactly is going on here but i will say this much when we were all hearing those voices blasting in there what we think are voices i mean it went pretty quick that very that that really has the characteristics of what's happening more and more when i'm on the phone with people um especially with uh, dr rourke there um and i, I don't know if i finished the thought but what i was going to say is it's we've been building that up over a period of time i think and right now it's just it seems like it's at a peak in fact we had talked earlier today about next one of these times soon um he's gonna we're gonna get on there we're gonna talk and when the voices start coming through he's just gonna set the phone down and not be part of the conversation because i don't know if you were able to listen to that i think it was almost three minutes that that i sent you one of the cuts that i think it labeled it silence test mm-hmm. i have that i don't here. know if you guys listen to that but but that the reason we did that that was we would talked about it before but that was about Two and a half, three minutes where we just didn't talk, and you can hear those voices coming through. I thought, but, I think I, um, I know, I know, I received it. We may not put it in the main playlist here because it was so long, you know. Yeah, uh, I just wanted you to have that so you'd have a personal record of what I'm talking about. Oh, we have everything. <laughs> I assure you. But I mean, I mean, that's the thing. Is just I'm sitting here really, and again, nothing has raised my hair ever on this show. Really, I've heard some. We we have heard some pretty wild things. Yes, nothing. I repeat it again. Nothing has ever. I felt a hair stand up on the back of my neck when well, I heard that voice. We I'll looked like you, deer I, in I, I, headlights. Seriously, Brian. Yeah, I, I. Well, look, I'll tell you something. I one thing uh, that I, uh, you know, David Oates was taught. I've I've, went, I've gone to one of his lectures and I've listened to him talk before. Not necessarily when he used to be on Coast to Coast, but. More of you know where he divulged a little bit more of the personal side of it, but he said that just even in listening to speech backwards, it really does, you're you're taking on some pretty profound energy. And I noticed that that I I felt things like that happening. I, um, my life kind of changed when I got into that. But then hearing these extra voices, I mean, I've gone way out of my way to connect with them. But I I've got to say that um, there I can feel the energy. I mean, it's 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 kind of um, 
You know what I mean? You don't get a lot of... I mean, I've listened to people that say they have an understanding of the the nature of spiritual things, and, you know, there's so many different versions of, of what it is. I, I, I've kind of just wanted to find out for myself, but there's... Um, when you open yourself up to certain things, I do believe that you draw in some energy. And I, I know I've I probably told Doug this when I talked to him on the phone about the uh, I was seeing uh, like shape shifting things out of the corner of my eye, and it was just a lot of bizarre things were happening. So I purposely backed off from. I mean, I I stepped it back just a little bit about three four years ago because I figured I'm going to pace myself, and I really need to have some kind of support. You know, some other people involved. Stephen Rourke has been. It's been about three years now, and I got to say, I mean, it, he's made a lot of difference. I mean, because he's he he considers himself pretty skeptical about it, which oh, yeah. I, I very much appreciate. And um, but one thing I was going to say is the energy that that it can affect uh, objects around you. And one thing I know I told I'm pretty sure I told you this, Doug, but I just want to say this because you know I could be my imagination on a lot of levels, but I was seeing these things happen a lot. And I one time I was talking with a friend of mine out at his on his property and he had some grass that was you know medium length but kind of cushy not dried out and i saw a leaf land next to us on the ground and i just kind of noticed it we're standing there talking he and i were about three four feet apart and this leaf was about four feet off to one side of us and i saw that leaf flip from one side to the other and make a really audible deep dull thud sound just from flipping one from one side to the other and i looked at his face he saw it too he heard it he saw it he was speechless. I, I had to pry it out of him, I, and um, he, he didn't even want to talk, and he saw it, too, and he just looked baffled, and I've, I've had weird things happen with electronics around me a lot. One time, I, you know, when I was about a year and a half into studying what David Oates calls the reverse speech thing, and mm. nobody wanted to know, scares a lot of people, oh, yeah. I was at this thrift store buying some uh, tape recorders to mess with, and there was this guy in there, and he he was he worked at the he was he was a cashier or clerk or whatever at the thrift store and he was showing a lot of interest in what I was doing and I was saying I I was going wow this guy really cares about what I'm doing I was going yeah you know I, I was just rapping out I was all amped up because I mean I have a lot of energy and this guy's acting like he really was interested in what I was saying so here I had this ear and I'm just 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 burning him up <laughs> telling him about all the stuff I was discovering mm-hmm. so we get up to the register and all of a sudden I guess I wasn't really listening to what he was saying. All of a sudden, the guy goes, you know, it's like all of a sudden I got done. I was just rapping off a lot of words, and all of a sudden this guy says, uh, so obviously I'm asking you for a date. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I know why the guy was pretending he was interested. And right when he said that, it's like, like a like a coil for a car where it gets saturated and you, you open the circuit and it shoots out a secondary spark. I just remember, it wasn't like I felt offended or anything, but I just realized that we were on two different wavelengths on more ways than one there. Well, yeah. And uh, right when he said that, I, I was like, uh, no, no, I'm not interested. But <laughs> I, I mean, I was just, just throttling him with words because he acted like he was listening. Mm. But check this out. And I still have this thing, too. He, you know, everything kind of, you know, stopped all of a sudden and, you know, then he then he rings up the item that I had, and and all of a sudden he's looking at the sales slip and he just looks baffled. He goes, "Whoa, that's weird." And I said, "What?" And it printed out it printed half the thing out backwards on the thing on the slip, mm-hmm. and and then right I, I I just remember it was just a spike of energy. I felt it building, and then when he'd said what he said, it just kind of collapsed, and then hands me this thing, 
and then right then the register crashed. It just it just went dead on him. And as, as I'm walking out, I walked right by the next one and the next one, and they both went down right when I was walking by them. So I don't know what to say about it other than um, I've seen. I think I've told you I've seen some things that are a little bit out of sync. So I think when you when you involve yourself with these recordings and you, and you go to tune into it and thinking back about the reverse speech thing, I really thought that. I mean, I really felt like I was exercising my right brain and kind of incorporating it in to being able to bring it into the conscious part of, in other words, you could kind of cross a bridge there. So a lot of, I've built up a lot of energy that way. Mm. And so, I don't know, it just seems like it, I have a lot of weird things happen with, with electronics around me. Well, and here's, I don't, I don't know, I'm not the only one that does that either. Here's something I'm noticing, though. Huh. Um, well, Dr. Rourke's no longer with us, obviously. <laughs> right. And I have not heard one voice, though. Right, yeah. And, and I, w- I was going to say, it's, it's, uh, I know that the strongest things, in fact, maybe before we get, you know, I know I really did want to share a lot of these sound files and, because oh, they're, so, just yes. little, they're just little bits and pieces of what I spent literally years building up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, in seconds you can hear what I probably spent weeks. You know, it's, it, it's, you can't pin it down, but I'll tell you right now, I, I put my life on hold to a huge degree. I mean, we're talking, you know, 15-hour days a lot of times. When I first mm-hmm. got into analyzing speech backwards, I literally did 30 hours straight of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been pretty hardcore, but um, back to the, uh, maybe if, if you're ready to do this, because I know Stephen wanted to get, now, he mentioned that he think, he hears a certain voice a certain way, mm-hmm. and I think, Scott, you said you heard it that way. I still, I've tried. I can't hear the phrase that he says he hears, Which but would one? you want to go through some of the... Uh, the Rourke folder. Yeah, you, absolutely. Which one did you want to hit up on? Well, let's try to focus on what he was saying just so we can get that out of the way. And okay. And blast a bunch through. Because if nothing else, people will get an idea that how these phrases are being repeated over and over again with mm-hmm. small variations. But let's go with, um, let's see, on, uh, on the, uh, um, there's one where, okay, 30. Okay. Uh, try on the in the work folder. Go for number thirty-nine, and, and let me say that this is—I believe this is the cut where Stephen thinks something might be referring to him. And just if you would, just play that once, and then we'll go through it. Okay, hang on. For, I'm going to play it right now. This might be a little bit of an extended one. It's from the—it's a—it's a bit of the silence test. But let let it play out, and and it's twenty-eight and seconds long. What is on there? All right, let me play. I'm going to play it right now. That's, that's the end of it. Yeah, see, that was a, that was a lot of uh, silent space. In the yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that, bit. that makes for a riveting radio. <laughs> well, no, it, well, when you're, do, when you're doing this kind of stuff, it is. Well, yes, I, I was unsure what it said at first, okay? Well, but, just, but I'm positive of what it says at the very end, oh, yeah. the two what, repeated what words at the end. The two words at the end? Brian, Brian. Yeah, Brian. That's what I thought, too.
special place that's deep inside your heart. How did you ever forget that place where they stole their only home? Now that you've got what you came here to get, now that you've got what you want, now that you've got what you came here to get. Second chance No one comes out to hold your hand How did you ever forget That place where they stole your only home Now that you've got what you came here to get Now that you've got what you want Now that you've got what you came here to get Retiring in 2000, Bill Chappell got interested in doing more with the paranormal. After seeing people use dowsing rods, he decided to build an electronic pair. After one of those never-saw-that-coming events, he started a project called Digital Dowsing. In 2007, he started Digital Dowsing LLC and began preparations to produce his first paranormal devices. With three devices on the market, a book scheduled for release in spring of 2009 called Don't Lick the Walls. I, we, we really need to ask about that. Yes. <laughs> and five devices under development. A lot is happening at Digital Dowsing. New projects include REVP, a system to reverse the EVP process, aiding in building better devices. The website is http colon slash slash digitaldowsing.com. That's digital, D-O-W-S-I-N-G. Dot com no hyphens no spaces nothing like that just digital dowsing dot com we are so thrilled to yeah. welcome Bill Chapel to Ghostly Talk welcome Bill well thank you guys it's nice to be here and how cool does that sound you know we're getting some serious variety going here um, it's only been a we've only had a couple and I'm hoping that you know people that come on the show um, we'll start kind of taking out, you know, getting on this wagon, I guess, because Bill is coming to us live on Skype tonight, which the, the quality is fantastic, I think. And I, 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 how's it sound on your end, Bill? Oh, it's perfect. Uh, I wear a set of headphones and I've got the mics, so my 
hands are free and uh, it's very comfortable. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> we've, had, we've had a couple of people on in the past like this. He'll and probably great. he'll probably invent something while we're talking. I've done this stuff I like, mean, like when I was in Florida, for example, a few months ago, back in, you know, back in yes, June. Yes, I, did. Uh, I, I did. You know, actually in Tennessee in September, I did this. Yes, you I did. was on Skype, and it's it just it's so. Cool. You were skyped directly into the yeah. studio. It was Skype to Skype, so it was like crystal. I I really dig it. Yeah, yeah. usually we have to do that Skype out, and it's crazy. Yeah, and I then you deal that. with the phone lines. But let's get into some of these gadgets. We got to get out of the gate here. On well, here's stuff. the yeah. thing. Go ahead. Doug. You know, uh, Bill, I've got to, I've got to admit, what happened was I started hearing more and more and more about this um, puck. And Avalis. And par- I'm like... The, well, the paranormal puck. The paranormal puck. It. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. and, and and it... I mean, it just sort of came out of the blue because I was still looking at this Frank's box thing, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden people are starting, you know, this, that, that. I, uh, you know, I've, I, I, you know, tried one of these. I did this, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, I got to find out more about this. And, <laughs> and I just haven't had time because yeah. of uh, all work. the stuff that's been going on with work. But, um... I mean, this is just absolutely incredible technology from what people are saying. What, what's up with this? Well, the puck at its basis is uh, a fairly sophisticated EMF meter. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I say, when I first started into this, I was building a, I built a set of digital dowsing rods. I was working with some different types of EMF technology. And I got approached uh, by a couple different people about doing some ITC work. Mm-hmm. And I'll be very honest... I, I didn't believe it was possible, and uh, but you know I'm, I'm kind of one of those people. I've got a kind of a sarcastic nature. I love to have a lot of fun, and so I uh, kind of said, "Yeah, you know, I'll give it a shot." Kind of winking to myself, and uh, <laughs> you know, I thought the whole thing was pretty much a joke. Mm-hmm. And but you know, I, I had the idea in my head. I figured that, that I could take the uh, EMF values and map it to a dictionary and uh, have this thing talk. And I thought, well, you know, it'd be interesting. First time I did it was at uh, Waverly Sanatorium, and literally uh, I was finishing up the software. It was one of these great big events, and I was sitting in the back, and uh, I'm actually writing the software and just getting it done as everybody's getting ready to go in. Um, and uh, one of the, the only, the very first thing the thing said to me as far as sentence structure was, Lake Water, Friday night you die. And uh, that kind of took me back. I wasn't ready for that. And that set pretty much set the entire. Well, what what, what day was it first? <laughs> yeah, were you there well, on a Friday or? Yeah, what Saturday? day was it? Bill? Uh, that was there on a. Gosh, good question. Uh, that was a Saturday night. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so you, you had a whole week. You had a whole week. You're fine. Too bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you got to get all that wrapped up then. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's that's really was the genesis of it. It wasn't that I don't have a deep rooted. Uh, you know, love the paranormal. It's just that particular portion of it I, I didn't give a lot of credence to. But, uh, you know, here about 18, 20 months after the fact, uh, you know, I'm at the point now where, uh, you know, I, I've changed quite a bit of my perception. Um, I've seen enough of these devices. And when I say that, I mean, you know, with the hack box, Frank's box, mini box, mm-hmm. uh, K2 meters, uh, my, you know, the puck, ovalis, and then there's a bunch of other things. You know, I don't see the, I don't get, don't get me wrong, I don't get volumes of text and things like that, but you know, it's these three and four word things that are, they're so contextual that, uh, it's just very difficult for me to dismiss them. Mm-hmm. 
Well, but, um, it's interesting because you're, you're talking, okay, so you have this career and then, uh, you, you retire in 2000, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I going to do with my time? And, and you, you chose, somehow you chose electron, you know, the electronic dowsing rods and then, uh, and then of course it, it built up into these other new inventions and, and it's continuing, right? <laughs> um, what, what was, if somebody had said, you know, in the year 1990, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in in a decade or so, you're gonna go like, you know, you're 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 not gonna, you know, get a Winnebago and and travel around, you know, the country. You're gonna stay at home and invent all these little gizmos for 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 ghost hunters. I mean, <laughs> what would you have thought then? Um, yeah, I probably would have dismissed that pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I used to, in, uh, at that point in my life, I was still working for a large robotics firm. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't on the radar screen for me. Uh, you know, there's no doubt in my mind when I retired, I wanted to do something just because I, you know, I retired fairly young. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, I, I like to do different projects and things like that. I, I do a lot of community work, but, uh, yeah, this was, like I said, it was one of those never-saw-it-coming kind of things. And, uh, you know, it was kind of started out kind of, my wife was tired of me hanging around the house and says, you know, you need to go do something. And so I went out to a couple conventions and hit one out in Las Vegas and, uh, you know, kind of got hooked. And, um, you know, here about eight years later, we're talking about it. But this <laughs> is what's interesting, uh, Bill, because it... What happens is you've got, um, you know, okay, so I'm going to get out of the house. I'm going to go to these things because they sound weird enough to capture my interest for, you know, an entire day or two. Exactly. And, and so, and then, and then all of a sudden the gears in your head start spinning and you start, you know, working on these things, the digital dowsing rods, the, uh, you know, the, the new inventions, the, the ones coming up. I mean, this is just crazy. So what all it takes, I think for, for any of this, this is very encouraging to me and, and, and I'm building up to why it's encouraging to, to me because, you know, had you told me five years ago, cause we've been doing this show for, for, we're well, our, we'll be our seventh year come February. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll turn seven. seven. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So if you'd said five years ago, you know what? Uh, in five years, you're going to start hearing about these new inventions. I'd be, I, I would have probably said, oh yeah, no, they're, they're just going to still be talking about orbs. <laughs> and, you know, and, and you know. No, be- there has been, this, I mean, it really, that's a really great point, Doug, because I never thought in a million years when I first got into this stuff nearly a decade ago now, that there would be all these, you know, the, 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 the gadgets that people are putting together on some sound scientific stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Well, we <laughs> have the, we have the Spearcom in what the sixties and seventies. Well, seventies and eighties. You know, yeah. And Which then, it seems like this was. If I, I'm sorry, Doug, I gotta ask Bill. You know, if, this has been coming up lately, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you're aware of the Spearcom, you know, the, the device yes. Spearcom. Mm-hmm. Did this have any type of influence on you uh, as far as putting these these <clears throat> the devices together, or I mean, because it seems like a lot of people are basing, you know, the, the, a lot of this stuff on this old school ITC Spiricom thing. Well, Spiricom takes a different venue. Um, you know, I, I, I went down a different approach, and that approach was to, you know, many people go in in this trying to find a, a method to create sound, you know, like a background sound, a white noise, pink noise generator, scanning radio um, mm-hmm. in your 
Spiritcom, you know, I think they used 13 simultaneous tone generators to yeah, give you you're pretty much it. the range and <clears throat> the range of uh, of a human male voice. And uh, my skew is a little different. That uh, I was trying to eliminate the background noise and do some things that were different. Mm-hmm. So now it really wasn't an influence that way. Now some things I'm working on currently, some new projects coming up. I've actually looked back at that and. Uh, going to take a different approach to that similar kind of an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we had some issues with uh, with Skype here, so we had to do some tinkering around here, and we got Bill back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, okay. Yes, so, so, yeah, Skype broke. Um, it happens every once in a while. I mean, it, it, what do you got to do? Uh, but when we, le- when we left you... Um, I think we were ta- we, we actually we were talking about Spiritcom and kind of the, you know the whole Spiritcom thing and I I remember asking and how you, much inspiration was it that was it something been. that inspired you I'm just curious and about you that. said you were going for almost the opposite yeah. but now you may put in a little bit of the the noises or tones or whatever in future experiments but uh, well no I, I won't go with a noise and tone route oh okay uh, I'm actually you know absolutely uh, not looking to go down that avenue. Okay. But it's probably, I think, where I'm, I am looking at is, is using a, a transmission method as a, a mode of uh, a potential way to receive the ITC. Information. Oh, interesting. Okay. Right. But uh, this will be a this will be a, a system where there won't be any tones introduced. Actually, as far as what you hear, you'd hear it just like we're talking currently. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's just more or less. I mean. Well, obviously you're going to try. Well, let me ask you this, because okay. um, you know, the Frank's box thing—I mean, it's a real hot subject right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people seem to be talking about this device, and then, uh, namely, also the, uh, the the what do they call it? The Radio Shack hack's been coming mm-hmm. up a lot, also, as far as this conversation and hot topics. Now, I've seen both of them in action. Okay, mm-hmm. I've seen the, the I've seen a real Frank's box. I mean, yeah. the, mm-hmm. you know, Rosemary Ellen Guiley got to see it in West Virginia. It was really cool, and it was really interesting. You know what was going on. Um, now, and I've seen the rate the, they call it the Radio Shack hack in action also. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying I'm trying to find a nice way to say this. I mean, when somebody asks a question, you know. You know what color is the sky, right? And I think I've used this example before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you might hear some voice that says something with the same tonal quality as the word blue, okay? Or you might hear the word blue. I'm just wondering, you know, it's just I've heard some really weird stuff, some some pretty funny stuff come from the, especially the Radio Shack hack, as far as results. And you know, I guess I'm starting to cut a little more on these things because. You know, we've been talking about matricing a lot here, too, you right. know, as far as stuff like that's concerned. I, I'm wondering what your take is on that. I mean, I'm not looking – I'm just curious what you think about the, the Frank's Box-type setups. Well, you know, <coughs> pardon me. Um, like I said, when I first started doing all this and looked at it, you know, I, I was very skeptical. Now, mm-hmm. since then, you know, I've actually met Frank Sumption. I've had a chance to uh, play with a couple Frank's boxes and mm-hmm. – uh, the hack, the Radio Shack hack, the original 469 was actually, I put that out. I put it up on Frank Sumption's group under the name oh, of Duck. I guess you're the so, guy I talk to, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm familiar with both. You know, it, it is a difficulty. And that's, like I say, that's the reason I took a different tack with it. Even with my own product, 
Ovilus, uh, the speech is, is, you know, is not crystal clear. And no, it's it difficult. isn't. You're, there's always a matrixing issue with that. Uh, that's probably why I actually, have the equipment I build and the equipment I've played with, I like the puck because it prints everything to the screen. Mm-hmm. So it, it's very difficult, you know, when, when people are talking, and this is something that I've got a chance to play with in depth. If I've got my computer turned away from you, you can't see the screen and you're listening to what the conversations are that are coming across. Mm -hmm. Even though the diction is is fairly specific and very clear, without context, you know, in other words, uh, you know, unless we have a history of this conversation going on, people really only get about 65-70% accuracy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and I I can say that with some confidence because... I've done this at you know numerous different locations with hundreds of people, yeah. and I've got a chance to observe what they do. So, you know, matrixing is a big issue. But on the other side of that, like I say, I have seen things come out of the hack, and I've seen things out of Frank's box that are just about you know irrefutable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, it's it's one of those things. I know exactly what you're saying, <laughs> and I say the same things. Yeah. You know, and I tell people, even with my own equipment, you know that that you've got to be very careful. And you know, before you go to the go to that point that you think you're getting communications, as chances are you're fooling yourself. Well, I mean, this and, is uh, we're working. You know, you've got you've got to be very careful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure you know, and I know. I mean, you're working with stuff that you know. These are all ideas, theories, great ideas, great Correct. theories. But none of us know 100% of how to do it. If we knew 100%, we could build the super machine to do this mm-hmm. work. Um, and we would, you know, we could be going to telephones or have our own, you know, talk to the dead cell phone or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but no, we're, we're, this is stuff that just isn't, this frontier has not been discovered 100% yet. So yeah, you're not going to have 100% accuracy, obviously. Um, but this is why I'm excited because, yeah, well, uh, this is what makes, you know, yeah, it's we're out there, someone's actually you know you're actually inventing this stuff and coming up yeah. with theories and testing them mm-hmm. so you wire something together and it, you get nothing for for you know the entire mm-hmm. time you're trying it okay so that one didn't work how we've done what? that with ghostly talk here <laughs> <laughs> exactly so I, we've you been know, taping I mean, for an hour and we didn't it, tape anything at least you're out there experimenting yeah. and, and then yeah. and then making it available to people who who may or may not be able to get stuff because i've heard right. people same thing oh i love the radio shake hack because it you know it it it, it answered me this and that happened and, and it meant something mm-hmm. to them and and i think that's fantastic. i think that's a beautiful thing i really do whether whether it's it's the real McCoy or not, I think it's still a good thing. If that's helping people, that's mm-hmm. great. Right, because it meant something to them. But, yeah. But at the same time, I don't, I don't, per, I personally don't see the, um, uh, you know, like, like the same ideas in the Radio Shack hack as I do, uh, with the Frank, Frank's well, It's a custom box. piece of equipment for one thing. Well, the Frank's box is a, yeah, custom, but it's also, you know, it's got a lot more ITC ideals in there and built into it. You know, the, um, but, you know, I, I just see that the, the, um, and, and it has, it does, while it doesn't have a, you know, transmitter receiver kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least it, it's got a similar thing with, with in the audible range. Cause it's got that, what is it? I don't know what he calls it, an echo chamber or whatever it is. Like it's just a chamber <laughs> right. of air, right. you know, but it's, it, you know, you have to turn, you know, the, the, the stuff has to get from one side of that to the other in order mm-hmm. before it comes out the speaker. So there's some, you know, there's something yeah. in there where, you know, something where something could introduce a, well, you know, a, a vibration. Or whatever quality, but here, but so okay, so that's more ITC ish. But, mm-hmm. 
somebody's out there testing this and building this stuff, and I think that that's very exciting. Why should people add a puck and an obelisk to their repertoire of EMF detectors and flashlights and gizmos and and infrareds? Is it, it, it the people who are? Is it really working? Well, you know, here's let me tell you my experiences, and uh, you know, for me, I use just about. Everything. And I've got a pretty um, steadfast standard I go to as far as I look at things where I'll say it's, you know, it's even interesting. But, uh, you know, lately we've been getting things where uh, I've been out with a couple different groups where we've gotten conventional EVP and we're getting the same message in the EVP as we're getting coming up on the puck. Mm-hmm. Or wow. we're getting the same things saying on the Ovilus as being said on EVP, or we're getting ovilus in a in a hack box or a puck in a hack box. So you know you're getting you have two completely different methods getting the same message. You know now that's that starts getting very interesting. Well, it's cross-referencing. It, it that point where we have to start. Yeah, we have also have to start saying, okay, this gets so far statistically outside chance. Mm-hmm. You know, that, right. Uh, it really you know it bears some scrutiny. But uh, you know, no, I, I'm not trying to replace anything. I'm certainly not trying to, uh, you know, uh, take Frank's box out of the market. I think Frank is is definitely the pioneer here, and uh, I think he will be for a long time to come. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just went down a different avenue with it, and I'm mm-hmm. hoping that uh, anybody out there that's listening, you know, it's, we need everything. So if you're going to build something, you know, take a new tack, try something different, and uh, you know, that's the only way we get there. Um, you know, if we all try the same thing, well, we know how that ends. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, and that's again that and I you have this cross. Yeah, you have this. I wholeheartedly agree. Not not mm-hmm. so much a cross reference as you get you get supportive evidence. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, evidence you- that supports other evidence, which is just amazing. Okay. And if you have um, if you have a you know a repertoire right of of all these different gizmos. Mm-hmm. And some are and and some are agreeing. I think it's fantastic. Do you think, Bill, that perhaps it's then, um, okay? If let, let's let's go to the other side, and we are spirits now, and of course not, you know, really, but you know, we're, let's pretend. Though. We'll pretend, and yes, we're <laughs> role play. Mm-hmm. Um, we're spirits, and and we have a message to get across, right? And there's these people down here in our favorite, you know, haunted house that we hang out in. Um, and they've got all these gizmos. Do you think it's less than about the gizmo itself as as it is perhaps about you know these people provide you know these people providing a channel of some kind for me to get my message across through? Is it like do, does the actual because you said we've gotten the same thing in EVP as we have on the obelisk or on the mm-hmm. on the hack or whatever we've gotten you know it's you know there's they're supportive evidence so is it less about the actual gizmo than the fact that there is a channel there for me to make my message go across right well you know I, i've got to be very honest when we get down to this one 
Um, I don't go down the road of being spirit or transcendental or UFO. Or, you know, for me, the jury is really out here. I, I don't know what this is we're communicating with. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm having a, a difficult time actually quantifying that. Uh, I see quite a bit that leads me to believe that a lot, a lot of what's happening is, is some type of PK phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And it's the the investigator or the people in the room directly influencing the equipment. What what gets me with a philosophical idea like that is how a person that has no perceived understanding of a Frank's box, a K2 meter, an ovalist or a puck could possibly influence it, but yet we seem to be seeing exactly that. Mm -hmm. um, do I think that I don't know what goes on, honestly, and I have to be just you know just that forthright. Oh, well, either do we? Know. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just don't know, and, and I mean that's really what a lot of this is about. And uh, it's one of the projects we'll talk about a little later. Is I'm actually going into taking one aspect of how these things happen and recreating it, so I can actually go back and look at multiple pieces of equipment and see if everything fits in the same scenario. Can I influence it using this one method? Is this one, you know, possible scenario that works across, you know, many different platforms? And, uh, you know, that's really where I'm going at it. You know, um, I just, I want desperately before I, you know, before I leave this plane of existence, I'd love to crack 1%. Uh, I, I think that if it's one thing, it's a million different things, and it's all happening at once. So, you know, I'm, I'm very hard-pressed. I, I never say it's not spirit or ghost or anything else because it certainly could be, but it certainly could also be a thousand things we're not even considering. Yeah, very easily. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes it exciting, though, is that there are all these possibilities out there. Right, um, you know, right. and the theories are, are boundless. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, of course, the the one thing, the intention of ghost hunters, you know, when you're going out to a haunted, lo a supposedly haunted location, mm -hmm. is to try and talk to ghosts or, mm -hmm. or capture right. evidence of them. Um, what are we? What are we actually capturing? I, I maintain we're just capturing it and and um, and marking down anomalies because mm -hmm. we don't know. And I had said that uh, when we were talking to um, uh, uh, um, when we talked to Jeff, I think Danilek. Um, oh, last week. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, that we were, um, you know, we're, we're just out there ca capturing anomalies and, and cataloging them and, yeah. and building up this evidence. But it, what is it evidence of? We, we just really don't know. However, right. I do think that there may be something, you know, PK, it could be PK, but, uh, and, and I know you had said something like, how would somebody's PK know how to put an EVP or something or how to affect a K2 meter or whatever? Well, the same thing with the power of prayer. I mean, I've, I've heard, I, I don't know if it works or not, but I, I have heard that people really believe that you can pray someone to health or you can pray that, uh, um, you know, it'll be a short monsoon season or you can pray, you know, and, and, and that they, and they swear up and down that, that the power prayer works. Now, do they know how to heal somebody? Probably not. Do they know how to lessen the effects of a hurricane? Probably not. <laughs> but it, mm -hmm. you know, but there's some power to it and just the intention is enough. And that, right. and that brings us more into uh, ITC. Go that ahead. brings us more into ITC because ITC lately is mostly about intention and wholeness mm -hmm. and vibration. 
and stuff like that. Well, yeah, that. and that goes, that, that, that's tying into spiritualism, though. Right. You know I mean, that's totally yes. tying into spiritualism in, in its rawest form, where, yeah, intention, oneness, harmony mm-hmm. with each other. And we've heard this from Mark. Mark, Mark right, right. That he's the most important tool you have is your intentions. You is know? there, because you've, you've actually been out in the field, uh, mm-hmm. with all these, all this equipment, and it, and, and I think that's fantastic, but is there a, are there certain, like, can you go into a night thinking, wow, I'm just really on today? You know, I've got the vibe or whatever. Um, and then get all kinds of stuff or, or perhaps the opposite. <laughs> you think, oh my gosh, this is really, everything's hitting, hitting the mark. I'm going to get great stuff. And then nothing happens. Or, or is it a big mess or, or is it, you know, is, is there something about the vibe or the, you know, the, the oneness with the experiment that that you've seen that gives better or worse results. Right. Well, you know what? When I first started looking at this, I, I didn't put a lot of credence in the idea that intention made a difference. But, uh, you know, like I said, the more I've worked in this particular genre, the more I've seen that I think intention is everything. Uh, and, and that's one of the parts of the equation that I don't understand. You know, if this is a communication with... Another entity. Okay, let's let's just put that out there. If this is communication with something other than ourselves, um, why do I have to intend to communicate with you? Are you you know is is it does it you know what part of the equation is that? But but I do see that, and mm-hmm. I see that with different groups. I mean, everybody you talk to groups and people, I say, well, this is the guy that gets all the EVPs, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, there are people like that. I, there are a couple very well-known people who I won't mention that, uh, you know, I've listened to their EVPs and I know they're not faking them. They are apps. I've been right there when they've done them. But to me, they sound like a caricature of their own voice, which is totally fascinating, you know, well, did- that somehow they're broadcasting this stuff. I, uh-huh. I think we're looking at, we're looking at so many things at once. You know, like I say, literally, it's it's very difficult. You know, where do we separate out? If we if we accept that spirits on the other side and this happens, I think you pretty much have to accept that PK probably exists and that happens. Then we probably have to think that there's probably some type of, you know, overlap in the time-space continuum and, and all these different things. So, you know, where does one start and the other end or vice versa? You know, and it's it's that that really makes it difficult, but it, it also makes it fun. And, and that's one thing I tell everybody, you know, um, I've met some incredibly intense ghost hunters, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, if you're not out there having a good time, I don't understand why you're even doing this because, you know, I, I just don't get it. I, I've met some people that it's just, you know, they're just like pounding on the desk, we've got to do this and this and this and it has to be this. Oh, uh, we've met people like that before. Happen, and yeah. It's like, what are you up to? Yeah, we've met people like that before and they're no longer in our lives. We, we, <laughs> they're gone. Absolutely. No, yeah, here, like we've, we've also met people where everything's a ghost, which is really the, right. the hilarious interesting Interesting. Uh, one of the more interesting characters. I got. I got to comment on something, Bill. Now, are you still? You're still on Skype. Am I correct? Or are we on the phone now? We're, no, we're on Skype. No, we're on Skype. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're like crystal clear coming through to you on your headphones, right? Yes. Okay, we're crystal clear. So this will work then. You mentioned, you know, we, then we talk. If you turn that knob, right? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, I'm getting to it. Relax. I just wanted to make sure. Oh my God, this guy's like micromanaging me to death tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we. we no, we, and we mentioned this. I think this. This we talked about this EVP with Jeff Danilik last week too. Yes, we did. Um, you, you were talking about EVPs. 
that that take on the trait characteristics of, of the person who's person recording who... them as far as their voice is concerned, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know, and I'm not going to, I'm going to do my best not to front load you on this, okay? Uh, and, and I'll say this again. We've been milking these EVPs for four years now. It's the best thing we've ever gotten. And we didn't even record it ourselves. It was, we were there mm-hmm. when it was recorded, and thankfully Scott Curran, our, the guy who wrote the Ghostly Talk theme songs for us, yeah. is nice enough to let us use these things. I'd like to let you hear this, because this is a good example for you, um, you know, the, for your own self and also the listening audience who have probably heard these things over and over again but we're going to play mm-hmm. it again um of of something like this let's just give it a listen here and you, i'm not saying a word let's just listen to it okay um hopefully this works <laughs> here we go i need a hundred dollars in quarters <laughs> I'm gonna win myself a quarter if it kills me. Did you uh, now? He it, this is a very it's very difficult to hear without well, yeah, but having. Th- let's just ask Bill. On, let's just ask. Did you hear anything that, that you considered maybe anomalous in that piece of audio, Bill? <coughs> well, I heard somebody saying they'd like a hundred dollars and. <laughs> well, that was me. That was the, yeah. That was <laughs> me. That's what I thought, and then I heard something about somebody talking about plugging a cable in. But, uh, those, quarter, those, quarter, a quarter. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, that's just how maybe me and quite Scott clearly. normally talk. That, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This was just us bearing back and forth. Part. Okay. <laughs> Let's let. We'll give it. Another, it's a short clip. Let's give it another listen. Yeah. Sorry. We okay. should, maybe I should have front loaded you a little bit. Well, let me tell them where in the clip it is. Okay. okay go okay. ahead. Yeah. All right. It's after after I talk about wanting a hundred dollars in quarters, and right after okay. that, there's something that we think is anomalous. All right. Here we go. I need a hundred dollars in credit. I'm gonna win myself a quarter if it kills me. The, okay, now I don't want to keep. I did, I did hear a third voice in there, but I, I couldn't make out anything. Right, okay. and and through the phones and through yeah, the Skype it's going to be a little different. Stuff, it's going to be well, weird. But what we hear, I, I'm just going to tell them what we hear because people can download this off the website. Yeah, it's on the website. Uh, as a matter um, of fact, Bill, uh, you know, hey, we're, look at all this technology we got here. I can do this for Bill. As a matter of fact. God, this is fun. We're like playing on the air. This is like great. I love it. <laughs> oh, you can actually uh, just drag it over. Well, to no, me. I can, I can, I can actually just send you the link to this file that you can download. Oh, you can download mm-hmm. this later at your, yeah, at whatever your you leisure. want. Sure. Um, However, this is an example, Bill, of what you were talking about, and because I, I at first I expected to hear the little girl because that's like the most obvious EVP well, no, ever the other on way, the planet. Though. But this one, the this one, I call it the Me Too, because what I hear after I say I want a hundred dollars in quarters or something like that yeah right after the word quarters i hear scott start talking and somebody says me too yeah like, like that okay well and, that, yeah this is about what i thought well, no the, the thing only is, well, thing when you is listen about to it little, that when is you, it sounds like me yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying when you listen a little closer you're gonna hear it and it sounds like doug and he was like standing right in front of me we were we were talking i mean i wasn't why would i agree with myself i it, it, i didn't say me too but it did sound like it took frequencies out of my vocal range put yeah. them together into this eerie sounding version of me that's agreeing with the conversation which is right. okay 
it sends hair up on the back of my <laughs> on the back of my neck because first of all, someone was listening to us and did that and agreed with us, which is I'm glad they agreed and didn't like you know yeah you oh know, you guys are nuts. Well, you everybody know. has a story but, with the everybody has a story with their EVPs. Yeah, um, that's true. And I can tell you that we were the only two people standing there, and this recorder was just sitting on a tombstone by us, and you know that's where we got that thing. But you can download that also, Bill, and check it out if you want to. And sure, just, okay. And, and see what you think about that. I'm sorry, it just cla- kind of came up. But this is a classic example of where it sounds like. Yeah, you mentioned if that. I have PK ability. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a caricature of my PK ability that that agreed with myself for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> but but this is very very much like what you were talking about. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we haven't had that. Of course, the other example is of a little girl that does not sound anything like any of. No, it's us. completely so, different. Right. That's yeah, a whole, that's a whole different ball of wax there. <clears throat> but no, we I when you mentioned that Bill, that really just like struck a chord with me because I. Because like we've experienced that. Personally. We have an exact, like, we have an example of what you were talking about. Right. And I've seen others, too. I mean, and, uh, you know, I was at uh, one of the Darkness radio events, and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the MC there, Dave Schrader, he's got this EVP, and we're listening to it, and I'm like, that's you. I mean, no doubt in my mind. And, you know, everybody's standing there, no, he didn't say this. I'm like, well, you know, but, but that's his voice, uh-huh. you know. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And uh, but I've seen that with several people, and, and it is an interesting phenomenon. And then you do get the anomalous voice, like the little girl or the children or somebody that's absolutely not, you know. And that's why I'm saying I, I think we're seeing seeing things come across in the same phenomenon that present the same, but are probably entirely different. Yeah, the, yeah it's it's the same. Uh... Well, it's 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 weird, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's but it's being presented media, differently. It's just a yeah. different event. It's just a different, yeah. It's a different, you know, and that that could be a like we said before, it could be a gazillion different outcomes or reasons mm-hmm. for that too. So yeah, I mean, I, I, well, this I'm like, melting like, down now. Well, if you go with the power energy kind of thing, even electricity mm-hmm. is completely different. I mean, it, it, you you if you stick a fork in in a wall socket, right, you're gonna get you're gonna get electric shock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the same thing if you put your tongue on a 9-volt battery. It's two completely different kinds of electricity. Mm-hmm. One is DC and one is AC. But you still get a poke. Right. That's actually a good point. You know, <laughs> I mean, but they're it. generated completely differently. They mm-hmm. are, you know, one's coming from a storage medium and the other's coming from an active live wire. Um, you know, I mean, they're generated differently. They're carried differently. They're they're produced differently. They're... Uh, they're different, you know, waveforms if you hook it up to a, an oscilloscope. However, you still get a poke. Mm-hmm. I mean, not very strong with a 9-volt, but let's say you had a 1,000-volt battery <laughs> and put your tongue <laughs> on it. I don't know, whatever, but you get the idea. It's, it, yes. Even it's, it's all electricity, but it's two completely different kinds, and you still feel it, experience it the same. Yeah, exactly. You touched on, uh, I think we touched on this already a little bit, Bill, but there are a couple, uh, you're working on a couple of new things now, a couple of new projects, and I think we kind of like right. touched a little bit on that, but let's elaborate. Let's, let's get into this. I want to hear more about okay. this. One of the projects I've got right now, and it's like I say, it's exactly what we're talking about right now. Um, I've seen a lot of EVP, and I've always held a common belief that a lot of EVP is due to modulation. Now, when I say that, what I mean is that we're somehow modulating the EM fields that surround whatever the device is. So I started working on a project called Reverse EVP, and exactly what it does, I take an audio source and I modulate it in an EM field. 
Um, it's very successful. When I'm within proximity of a microphone or any type of tape device, I can give you just incredible class A EVP with it. I mean, crystal clear, almost as if it was taped with the microphone itself. Wow. Um, I know that I can influence the hack box with it. I can influence my own equipment with it. I can influence a K2 meter. Mm -hmm. So what it tells me is that, you know, is that the answer, no, it's not, but is it a possibility that could explain this type of communication across many platforms? And yes, it is. So what I'm doing with it currently is using it like a research tool where I can go now and, and say, okay, if I did this to it and modulate it this way, I narrow the band up, I slow the frequency way down, you know, how does it affect the equipment? What I'm, I'm looking for is the commonalities. Um, you know, really trying to come up with a much more sophisticated piece of equipment, the next generation, so to speak, mm -hmm. but uh, really starting to narrow it down. Now, will it work for everything? Um, absolutely not. Uh -huh. you know? And this is probably one of those things that, like I say, it's it's the, it's the 1% theory. Uh, I'm, I'm chasing one thing, one thing in specific, you know, but uh, it's the kind of thing that it's the only way I know how to do it. You know, I can't consistently make this happen. So I had to go out and create a method that I could consistently make it happen with. Mm. And now I've got a tool that I can actually go out and test my own equipment with and test new theories with based on this one theory that it is somehow a, a modulation of an EM field. Mm. And uh, But that gives me that gives me a lot better way as, as far as being able to create more sophisticated equipment. Um, like I say, once you have the ability to repeat a test, you know, that's a wonderful thing. Um, anybody that's ever done this, built this stuff, you know, you work on new EVP microphones or you do uh, a different type of uh, sweep on one of the radios or whatever you're working with, you know, and you get results and then nothing. And, you know, and then you never get the same results. And that makes it very difficult because it's you can't fine-tune something that way. Yeah, so, well. Uh, so that's, that's the method I'm currently going down to uh, to really do. And I'm hoping by spring I'll be able to actually sit down and do some public demonstrations with people and show them exactly what I mean when I'm talking about a modulated EM field. I, I did show uh, one of the small devices that built at the Stanley um, last weekend. Mm -hmm. you know, I basically just showed them how I could be talking to it on a microphone, and I demonstrated that you could see that the, the field was being modulated. But uh, I've got some contractual reasons why right now I, I can't uh, actually go into a full demonstration. So, um, you know, the the fundamental idea here is really is research. It's a right. tool that lets me fine-tune the equipment I'm working with. And then, that, like I say, it's based on a very, very narrow speculative theory. Mm -hmm. And given... You know, all the things in the universe, it's probably absolutely wrong. But, you know, it's just whenever you're out there doing something like this, uh, you got to pick one and uh, give it a shot. So, you know, there we go. So I'll work this one until I get as far as I can with it, and then I'll uh, try something different. Okay. You have, you're, you're building all these wonderful devices, which are really interesting. And I, and, and it's, I, I know it's going to help a lot of people. Either people will say, nope, that's not working for me. And eventually it'll be like, okay, but we've got to improve mm -hmm. on it. You know, I mean, something will happen or, sure. or some device will come out. People will be like, wow. You know, <laughs> this really, really means something. I, I'm getting meaningful messages. You know, I mean, eventually something will happen either way or both ways. But what, Above all that, 
you have gone now to haunted locations, right? Apparently, yes. you've never seen a ghost because you are still wondering if they're the PK stuff and is there any other. But have you seen any phenomena that you well, might be like, wow, that's not yeah, supposed you know, I, to happen? I was uh, on location filming with uh, Keith Page and working with the Booth Brothers on mm-hmm. a, a movie they've got coming up. And we're up on uh, the third floor of this building, and I'm setting up a bunch of equipment. And I've got a tripod in one hand, and I'm walking into the center where I've got all these cameras set up. And this tripod just literally goes right to the floor. I mean, like it was being yanked out of my hand. And, uh, you know, I kind of left for a second, and I spun around because I was certain there was somebody on the set, you know, playing with me. And uh, then I realized, um, uh, no, I'm I'm here completely by myself. So then I'm looking at my feet, trying to figure out if I've tripped in the cables or something. And then I realized this particular tripod had no cables attached to it, you know, and it didn't go down like sideways, like as if I had grabbed a piece of it and you know, kind of stuck on my foot and my hand was moving forward and it moved away from me. Mm. It moved straight down, um, and that got my attention, you know. But like I say, it's still. And even if I would see an apparition, and I have seen a few things, I've seen some myths and a lot of strange things show up on photos, but I'm still, with me personally, the jury's out. Um, I still don't know how to classify that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, like I say, I, I know I told one person once, you know, maybe when I get on the other side, I'll think differently. But uh, <laughs> until I get there, <laughs> do the best I can with it. And, it, and it's like, and I, I don't want anybody listening to me to think that... Um, I absolutely think everybody's right, and, and, and let me explain that. You know, if you have a firm belief in the spirit world, um, I, know, I, I absolutely do not want to dissuade you in any way because you could be absolutely right, and I can be absolutely wrong. Mm. You know, and uh, so, like I said, nobody knows for sure. Um, it's I think a lot of times when people talk to me about this, I'm very open to it. I think the way I might classify what I think the spirit world could be is probably very different from how you would classify what the spirit world is. Yeah, totally. So. It's all about perception when it comes to that. Right? We're all gonna, perception is everything. I've been saying that for years now. It, that, that, it encompasses everything as far as experience is concerned. Yeah, and I think we're all gonna we all have our own idea of what the spirit world is or the afterlife, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's what makes this whole thing fun. I think. I really think that's that's what it's all about, and if that's what gives people different ideas. Like, like yourself, Bill, to go out there and, and, and set up these things, or somebody has a different approach, a different ideology, a different method to do something. I mean, there's millions of different ways that these things can be done. Mm-hmm. I need to ask you, though, about talking pictures. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this is something I just uh, just started working on, and it'll be up on my website in a, about a week, I hope. And, and I know people are waiting for another thing, I promise. And, you know, it's just, I just work all by myself, so I'm a little slow getting things done. I got the software running. What I've done, we were, we were talking about ITC at the Stanley Hotel, and I was hanging out with a bunch of people and, uh, you know, some wonderful folks. I was talking with Patrick Burns and Chris Fleming, and we were having a pretty good conversation about this. And, and I, I woke up at about 3.30 in the morning, and it hit me in the head. It's like, you know, we see all these strange things in pictures. Well, you, you know? were hanging out with Patrick Burns, and you were waking up at 3.30 in the morning? Usually you're going to bed at 3.30 in the morning. If well, you're with these Burns. guys, they, they went on a celebrity ghost hunt, and uh, I got done with my talks about 12.30 at night, and, and so I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good man. But I, but I will say, if anybody ever gets a chance to go to Stanley, that is a wonderful setup. Uh, this great big 350-room hotel, and when the ghost hunts start, they turn off every light in the hotel except for the main floor, and mm. you are in total darkness in this great big old wooden structure. It's, it's very fun. Yeah, that's cool. But, but anyway, no, the idea was we see all these strange things in photographs, you know, streaks of light, weird images, you know, just, just things that are distorted. Uh-huh. And what I realized is, well, what if that really isn't meant to be a video presentation, but it's another form of data, another form of communications. It's audio, perhaps. So I've wrote a piece of software now where you can go in and you can highlight something in the picture, and it'll work like the puck or the obelisk, and it'll route it to a dictionary and it actually speak what it thinks that might be. And uh, now I'm also working on a phonetic version of that so that you can uh, kind of, you know, play around and see if the picture has something to say to you. Oh, wow. Oh, that's Who ever thought of that? Absolutely I mean, fascinating. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know where you're it. getting it from, Bill. <laughs> and of course, and of course, I woke up with it, so you know it came somewhere else. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and of course, all of it can be uh, accessed through uh, digitaldousing.com. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we you know, ha- yeah, we got just a couple we minutes. We only here. have a couple minutes. And there, there is one question that is looming for the entire hour, like a sure. like a okay. storm. It, it's it, and we've been. Not dreading, but we've been anticipating this moment for the entire hour. It's all you, Doug. Go for it. Yes, coming up this spring, you're releasing, (laughs) you're releasing your book, right? Oh, okay. And we have to ask, um, uh, first of all, the book is called Don't Lick the Walls. Yeah, we, (laughs) and we've got to ask what that's about, because wow. We're, we're in Waverly, um, the first time we're using this device, and, uh, took a break because at that point I was pretty distraught emotionally. I mean, so many things had happened. Mm-hmm. And we walked down into the uh, the morgue on the first floor and broke out some oatmeal cookies and there's myself and a couple friends and we're sitting on the floor. Now, this is one of these big events so there's people walking around and, you know, it's like paparazzi and the flashes are coming off. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're talking about, you know, one of the guys dropped one of the cookies, you know, and uh, you know it's a five-second rule, and I said, yeah, but I would never lick the walls. You know, you had 65,000 people die of tuberculosis in uh, Waverly. And uh, just a few seconds later, this lady walks in, and I could see her walking in the doorway, and she turns and snaps his picture, and then the flash goes off, and all of a sudden she can see three grown men sitting on the floor, and she starts screaming hysterically. <laughs> so the, uh, the movie, don't, uh, movie the, the book Don't Lick the Walls, is, is really about my experiences getting into ITC and uh, some of the really strange things that happen that, that really don't have time to go into like on an event like this or, or just talking to folks. But yeah. uh, there's about an 18-month period of time when I started working with this that you know, I, I didn't know what I'd actually done. Uh, the very first time I, I played with it, I was extremely upset because it's like I told my best friend, you know, I'm saying that this is a joke. It's all I ever meant it to be. And uh, it was doing things that it shouldn't do. And like I say, the engineering side of my brain couldn't take it. And, uh, you know, I, I really wrestled with this for a long time. And that's really what uh, the genesis of the book is about. Um, go into a lot more detail about some of the things that happened and how they happened and, and the occurrences and uh, 
um, follow-up visits to Waverly and a bunch of tests that we performed. One of the things we did with the puck that, that most people don't know is we actually took the puck out and put it up on chat rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was very interesting because a lot of people, you know, a lot of times they'll say stupid stuff, just gibberish, but then it'll kind of track in. And, uh, you know, it's just fun to watch people interact with it like that. <laughs> oh, and for, for a short period of time, I had an, uh, an email set up called Email to the Dead. And, uh, you know, had well, we were just kind of testing it out between friends. Well, you know, the way it is, somebody sees it and says, well, i got to tell my friend about it. Pretty soon this is getting 50 or 60, you know, emails. Day. And I'm sitting in my office, and I'm watching, you know, these different things pop up. And then I see this guy saying, when will I die? And I'm thinking, oh, no, you know, here we go. And that, that's when I shut it down because, uh, you know, the pucks kind of sometimes has a strange sense of humor. And I could just see it coming back with, how about lunch, you know. And uh, But that's really what, that's what, don't look, that's what Don't Lick the Walls is about. Is it's about the, uh, the experience and the different uh, experiments and, and the failures because there were some massive Failures working on this, and uh, so. Well, that so, sounds fantastic. We got getting an interesting book. It's also good advice. Yeah, like don't mm-hmm. look the walls coming up in uh, <laughs> yeah. spring of two thousand nine. Bill Chapel, digital yeah. fantastic. Dowsing. Yeah, yes, at dot com. Wow, um, like I to have you on finally. Absolutely. Oh, I appreciate it. I had a great time. Yeah. I totally admire your um, all the open-mindedness, your yeah. uh, frankness about uh, you know about you know. Hey, I could be wrong, and you could be right. We need more of that, by the way, in the community. Yes, we do. Absolutely, um, because well, it's, it's much easier if you start off with just saying flat out, "I am wrong." Because, you know, you only have one way to go from that point. This device, it probably won't work. Give it a try. (laughs) I love it. It didn't work for me. See what it does for you, you know? Excellent. DigitalDowsing.com, thank you for coming on. Hang on the line, Bill. Don't leave us just yet, okay? Okay. Hang tight. Excellent. All right, we're going to go to break. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That was something. We've been working hard here. Yes, we have. Guys, we're just going to go to break. You're right. This is Ghostly Talk. I'm Scott Allen. And I'm Doug. We'll be right back after this. Let's 
Channeler Renee Gadette has been on a personal journey of self-awareness, enlightenment, and growth since 1987. Following a near-death experience as a result of a snowmobile accident in February of 1989, Renee realized that his life was about to take a major turn as childhood memories began to resurface and he reawakened his deep trance psychic abilities. As he later recalled, his parents had taken him at the age of three to see a psychiatrist because he was always talking in his sleep. At age five, he told his father that he wanted to go to sleep and get paid for it. Since 1993, actively channeling the wonders. The wonders have made clear on several occasions that they chose to speak only through Renee. Thus, Renee continues to be the exclusive channel to the information being presented by The Wonders. The website is www.thewonders.com. That's The Wonders, W-O-N-D-E-R-S. No spaces or hyphens or anything, just thewonders.com. And we have to welcome back Renee and Maggie Gaudette to uh, Ghostly Talk. Hello, guys. Hi, Hello. hi, Scott. Hi, Doug. It's really, How you doing? It's really great to have you guys back on. It's been a while, and uh, I've been telling people this, uh, you know, past guests and whatnot, um, and I'm going to keep it going here this this weekend, too. That, it's so true. Yeah, well, no, the th- what's going on, you know, is I've been trying, I've been going through a lot of our past guests over the last, you know, over the last few years, and I'm like, ah, oh, gosh, you know, who do I want to have, you know, I want to bring some other, some of these people back that were really cool, and you guys were another, another set of, you know, Renee and Maggie, you guys were at the top of our list to come back, so we're really, really excited you guys are back so we could talk to you guys and the wonders again. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, I, thank you. Hey, listen, uh, I just remembered something. Yeah. Did, did you? Did any one of you quit smoking? Yeah. <laughs> <time>? uh, <laughs> tried and failed. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what, Renee, I tell you, I will say this to you. I, w- I went for about a month. I, got, I, I went for about a month, and it was grueling. Um, and then I think I, I got laid off, <laughs> so, you know, and there's my excuse for tonight, you know what I mean? But I, I, I gave it a shot. I know. So we're pro- I tried to, and, uh, it, it, it didn't take, but I'm, I'm not going to stop stopping. Okay. Well, that's, Absolutely good. that's good. I just thought I'd ask though. <laughs> I just remembered as we were, as you were going with that intro, which, uh, sounded pretty good actually. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking to myself, geez, I remember you guys talking about that. Hmm. Well, yeah. we, um, well, yeah, well, actually, you know there, what? there is indeed a ban of, on smoking in the haunted yeah, Warren Winery. We're, I think we're kind of crawling before we can walk when it comes to smoking, Renee, because, yeah, that's one big thing. See, back in the day, when we first started doing this show, oh. we'd we'd fill up an ashtray next to the mixing it board. Bad. It was ridiculous, it was right? It bad. Um, it, it looked like, you know, like a 70s and 80s rock band 
Gardens. It was know, rehearsals. It was just cloud of, clouds of smoke with yeah. ashtrays yeah. and cigarette butts all over. Well, we place. built this new studio for the show, uh, uh, like like the middle of last year. Uh, one of the things I said is like, okay, look, you know, we spent all this time on this thing, all this money. Uh, nobody's smoking in here, except for one time I remember that some oh. people smoked in here. Uh, and that was when I was out of town, Renee, and I'll tell you all about that on the phone later if you want. But other we than- were bad. <laughs> but yeah, th- no, that was the only time because, uh, you know, it- it's better for the equipment, it's better for us. Yeah. Sure. So, and, and so there's a ban on it in here and that, and, and so slowly we'll, we'll, uh. We're hopefully just like, you know, no, we, we're getting non-smoking hotel rooms. Yep. That's another thing, uh, that we're doing. So we're, we're getting ourselves in there, Renee. So we're, we're getting better, I think. We're improving. <laughs> well, that's, that's funny. But that's that, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the long, long-winded explanation of yeah. when you asked us, like, have you guys quit smoking yet? Well, there <laughs> right. we go. We're basically, <laughs> we're basically BSing you right now. That's what we're well, doing. you know, yeah. pretty soon it'll be like, a, why are we bothering? You know that, that's well, yeah. what that's what it'll be, and you know it, it slowly building up to that. Hey, whatever, whatever turns you crank, you know, whatever's good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna talk to the wonders tonight again, which was really cool last time. And yep. I always, I think I, I don't remember if I asked you this last time when you were, you know, when you guys were on the show here. Um, I'm interested, in, like, in the mechanics of this thing, like how this works. I mean, you obviously. I mean, I don't know if you go into deep trance or how this works. I mean, we're not physically there, and I've yeah. heard, I've heard things. Maybe Maggie can explain this to us. Like, you know, what, what, do, what, do, what do you see when, when he starts to channel the wonders, Maggie? Well, he's laying back in his chair. He takes one deep breath, and he's gone. And that the breath is for me, so that I can get the equipment ready and whatnot. Okay. Press a button. And his hands move a little bit. He's laying back, and his fingers move up and down a little bit. And that's it. His eyes are closed. He looks like he's sleeping. And then he Except just for the movement of the fingers. Well, yeah, and then he, and then of course he's talking too. We hear, yeah. him, we hear him mm-hmm. speak. Exactly. When the flapping of the lips and the yeah. moving of the fingers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the wonders call it: flapping of the lips. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to see it, it's actually there's a video of me on the website now. Oh, really? Yeah, at the wonders okay. the wonders dot com. That's the yep. website under, under retreats, and uh, you'll see a little clip there, ten minute clip of uh, from the inter- uh, illusion of consciousness workshop that we did, a retreat that we did, and uh, you'll see me channeling on that one. Oh, fantastic! That's totally cool. Now, and I have to ask you again, Renee. I, I don't know if we talked about this last time, also, but I, you know, hey, just to just to refresh my curiosity, um, what do you feel? What are you seeing when you start to channel the wonders? <sighs> It's really hard to explain. It's like all of a sudden when I when I let go, I I'm just gone. I it's like literally I explode into the universe. It's that's how it feels. It's like I I'm no longer me. I'm just part of everything. And uh, I basically I I have a really great time. I I enjoy myself. I uh, have fun. Uh, it feels like fun. I, I can't I can't say that I actually know where I'm going. It just feels like fun. It feels like Mm, joy, really. And then when I come back, it feels like I've just been a few minutes ago gone and come back again. And I don't know what, what went on while I, while I was gone. Oh, really? Wow. wow. So, I mean, it's, but, you're saying that there, it's joy, though. Yeah, it's like, it's like think of, uh, how can I put it? Uh, think of, you know, remember Star Trek? Okay, the intro in Star Trek? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, in Star Trek, you know where they go, and all of a sudden they go into warp drive? Yeah, hyperspace. Yep. Right, okay, well, that's that's how it feels. Oh, cool. 
It's, it's like kind of like driving. With, it's kind of like driving with Bonnie. Yeah, yeah. It's similar to driving with Bonnie. Then yeah. <laughs> our, our friend Bonnie, she just loves to go into hyperspace as much as possible. Well, there you go. That's sort of like the way I drive too. But that's, yeah. <laughs> I think I think if they invent that for cars, it's for Bonnie. Oh, I think your methods. A lot, I think your methods a lot safer, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> to be in a chair. Yeah. There's been a few times where I didn't think we were going to make it. To be honest with you. Yeah. Wasn't it scary or anything? I mean, I know I know uh, part of your bio that I didn't read was, um, you know, uh, develop the ability to remove 99.9% of the logical mind personality and fears uh, during the deep trance channeling sessions because it seems to me a lot one of the things is the closest thing that a, that any of us would have um, come to something like the state that you're in when you're when you're channeling is is perhaps an out of body experience and I know through reading a lot of literature that that's scary to some people because there is the overriding fear of what if I don't come back kind of thing. And, and I, and I'm pretty sure that that's not like a logical fear. It's, it's more of an irrational fear, but, um, there's got to be some kind of thing like what, you know, what's going on when I'm gone? What, you know, what it, there, there's gotta be these big question marks when, when you, when you come back and it's, how, how did you, how did you address those fears? Well, when I first started, I you, I agree with you that those those were some of the concerns that I had, but because I record everything, it would made it easier for me to um, to be able to um, deal with all of that. And then, of course, um, before Maggie came into my life, I had a number of other people helping me, but they were I never felt really comfortable to let go completely. So there was always a part of my conscience that hung around just to be to be sure that nothing bad happened to me. And then when I met Maggie, like the wonder said, she was the missing link, not the hairy one, but the missing link. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and, yes, thank God. <laughs> For me, especially. <laughs> and, um, you know, so really there was a trust there. There's a, there's a real feeling of being taken care of, a protection, uh, an awareness that we've done this many, many lifetimes. And there was a comfortableness so that I could just let go. And when we first started... Um, I was doing it sitting up, and uh, the hands would move in a, in front of me. And then because she, I felt comfortable, that's when I decided to try it a different way, and I lay back, and then all of a sudden the wonders came to me and said, why are you, like, letting go is becoming was difficult, and I, they said to me, why are you finding it difficult? Because really, letting go is as easy as a snap of your fingers. What you do before is justification for letting go. So at that point, I thought, okay, well, I don't need to justify, so I just let go, and this is why now I can do it with one breath. I'm the only channeler in the world that I know of that can do it with one breath. Yeah, and that's yeah. one that is part of the channeling thing, though. You notice, I mean, I've seen a lot of people who other people have channeled, and they have to do, they sit there and breathe maybe sometimes for five minutes, you know. Yeah. It takes time. Exactly. I mean, you know, because... Go ahead, Renee. So. I was going to say, well, that's all justification. That's all the justification for just letting go. And a lot of channelers, they go through a countdown, they go through, you know, like you say, a breathing, they go through a, a, a ritual, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a ritual that they put in place to help them relax, to let go. And the wonders told me a long, long time ago, that's not necessary. Just let go. And so that's what I do now. 
Mm. In fact, the, the way we've got it, we've got a bit of a ritual, and you'll hear when I go, we go when I bring through the wonders. But really, it's uh, it's there to help Maggie number one catch up with the electronics. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know the fingers aren't as fast as my breathing. <laughs> yeah, there's still those physical limitations here on our side. <laughs> yeah. We have yeah. to go through. Yes. On my side, yeah. Because otherwise, huh? otherwise I would just be gone, and she'd have to catch up. And it's happening more and more where she's actually having to do that because a lot of times I'll just say, okay, and I'm gone. Yeah. And then she has to all of a sudden say, oh, oh dang, i got to record it. <laughs> 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 you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's happening more and more that way. But uh, it's, uh, that's really all it is. is everything that the people, and by, because I can do this, I can just let go this way, of course, I don't have my filters in place. I don't have my own filters there. And I've learned uh, through choice, actually, to let go of all of my filters so that when I do channel, I don't have to be present in any way, shape, or form. Wow, that is, that's amazing. And talk about a, a, a journey to get to this point. I mean, I, yeah, it's, I, it's I imagine there were, there were, you know, bumps and curves, but you oh, know, yeah. finally well, you... You figure it out, you know, like you said in the intro, I was three years old, my parents thought I was crazy, right? Right. <laughs> they, they, they take me to see a psychiatrist. Now imagine this, you're a three-year-old, you're what, standing, what, maybe three, two or three feet off the ground, mm-hmm. and this man stands in front of you and tells you that everything that you believe in, everything that you know is real for you is not real. Mm. Wow. Okay. So, and you're trying to tell him that, no, he's not real, but you are. <laughs> so it's like, that doesn't work so well. So I've really set it all aside most of my life, and it wasn't until back in 87 when I started to realize that I could do this again. And that's when I connected to it. Well, thank heavens. Thank heavens you, you can. Yeah. It's definitely helping a lot of people all over the all over the world and oh yeah so. and now we have now we have retreats uh we just finished a nice an, an amazing retreat uh three weeks ago was it on mm-hmm. it was about three weeks ago yeah. i guess two two weeks ago we finished it and um it was on um the heck was it on now oh changing the self through sound and vibration mm. and there was 20 people from all over the world from Australia to England to Norway to Netherlands to US Canada Everybody came in to just north of here, Collingwood, Ontario, Canada, and um, they had organic food for two weeks. They had spring water for two weeks, everything that they could want. You know, it was all organized that way. We organized it that way, right? Uh-huh. And then they, they changed themselves over two weeks using sound and vibration and uh, the wonders, and uh, it was amazing. People, that's why I was asking about quitting smoking. There was four people in the group that quit smoking. That's oh, amazing. We gotta, we, gotta, we better get shipped up there next time. Maybe it'll straighten our act up a little bit. Jeez. It was it literally, it was like all of a sudden they came to a point and they said, yep, I can do that. And they just chose and they, they, they didn't smoke for two weeks and they haven't smoked since. Oh, fantastic. Uh, we've had, uh, we did energy healing. So Wonders did a, we did a, p- a public session where people come from all over and come in and just receive an energy healing from the Wonders. And we've had people change their complete lives with just in one hour of energy healing. It's so so empowering. Yeah. It's it's amazing because you're showing people that they they can do these things and that their lives are... Well, they can make they can make they a can change. Steer them where they where they you know, need to be. Yeah, there's yeah. been a, we've all I know both and I. Well, Doug and I have been through a lot of changes. Oh wow! You know, yeah. forced and not forced. You know, <laughs> it's the way well, it nothing's is. Nothing's ever forced. Nothing's ever forced. I mean, since the last time we talked, you know, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, 
the smoking thing, unfortunately, is something that hasn't changed. <laughs> but, but you know, there's been a lot. You know, there's been the, the tribulations and stuff that we've went through. And I mean, I think I, I can identify with those people. Uh, you know, with any of those things. You know, be it smoking yeah. to anything else. It's, you know, yeah. I know what they're talking about. <laughs> so it's powerful, powerful. And the retreats we run are, are intense, very intense. They had people had three sessions with the wonders every day. Wow. For thir- thirteen days for the mm-hmm. yeah. and it was really, really intense. It's just like these people—they couldn't have handled any more than three sessions a day. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Well, That—that's what I remember. I remember it being so incredibly, incredible, and intense. That, yeah. That um, you know, your your mind just has—you need time to process. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. And from my point of view. Uh, we were, we're, we, we get energized, both of us get energized a lot when we do the wonders. It's just, it's just them. Um, they, they give us energy. You know, they told us a long time ago, a lot of channelers, what they do when they channel, they, they get drained. They, mm-hmm. they literally physically get drained. And, uh, the wonders told me a long time ago, why would you think that we would take your energy? We're energy beings. You know. So they're giving you energy. Dirty. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're giving to me all the time. Well, so, if that's well, I, real, before we get started here, I have to ask. Like, that's an interesting point because if they're giving you energy and these other people are, you know, the, the channel, and I've heard the same thing. Like, boy, oh, this is really draining me to death. Wouldn't that be something a bit more? Maybe it's something a bit more malevolent that they're channeling. I mean, I'm not saying they're like devil worshippers or anything like that. But I mean, yeah. if these, if these, if the wonders, like I said, give you energy, uh, why would these people be drained? Is it just an experience, or is it something that maybe a bit more malevolent or something like that, that they're channeling? I think there's a, it's a, it's a, it's both of them, okay? I think what happens is a lot of people when they, they start channeling, they get so excited about the fact that they channel that they pick the first thing that comes along, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the energy that's coming through, as you call it, a mid-level energy, it's an energy that is still fearful, that still has a lot of uh, issues, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, th- these types of energies, th- these are needy energies that, that drain people, okay? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the person now, the, the, the person, the channeler's belief as well. They, they have the belief that they're being drained. So you couple that belief with the energy and not being as pure, as clear. I, wouldn't, I, I hesitate to use the word pure. I call it clear, okay? Because mm-hmm. I really don't want to get into that religious thing of purity or anything. <laughs> yeah, right, no, I right. understand. <laughs> you know, but it, it's not a clear energy. So what happens is, is that, you know, you've got the channeler who's, who's, um, consciousness whose own psychology says this is going to be hard work and then you've got the energy itself coming through that's that's needy and then of course you couple the two and it's draining for the person you know yeah but with what i've channeled of course i when i started channel i i made a choice when i started to channel the very first time i channeled i said i do not want to channel anything that is not the highest consciousness that could come through in the world at any time period that's all i wanted it's yeah, I think a lot. I think well, I think a lot of people who. I mean, this may be some of the people, especially in this day and age. I mean, they may be the the curiosity and or the uh, the the want, the yearning to contact something may be kind of overpowering their better judgment. I think you know. Yeah, I agree just, with you. Just making contact is what they want to do, but after that, it's like, what the hell do I do now? <laughs> How do I deal yeah. with this? Right. Well, so. it's like Ouija boards. You know, it's like the same idea as Ouija boards. That whole thing is it's, it's a fascinating concept, and you can get caught up with the fascination of it without realizing what you're getting involved in. When I started channeling, I definitely wanted to channel the highest consciousness that could come into through the world at any point in time, past, present, and future, period. That was it. And with that came through the wonders. And uh, it's I realize the more I've channeled and the more I realize that they are the highest consciousness that's coming through the world at this time. 
Oh, we can yeah. use them right now. <laughs> okay. I mean, generally, not just us, like right now, but like I think uh, the world, the world <laughs> can, can use it right now. And that's what we're doing. This is, I mean, if you think about it, we've been the wonders have been coming through in this public way now for eleven years. Mm-hmm. We've put through over sixteen. There's over sixteen hundred hours of of channel material on our web uh, on our shopping cart where people can buy. Mm-hmm. We've got a hundred and fifty hours of radio, our own radio show that we've done as well. Mm-hmm. There's another forty five hours that we did with another person's radio show. There's, you know, there's, uh, there's so much information out there. Some free, some oh, yeah. you, know, you have At, to pay for. After tonight, I think you'll have two and a half hours with our radio show. <laughs> yeah, because we might just lose track of time. I think we did an hour and a half the last time. We'll do an hour and a half. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is what happens, you know. But it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, there's so much information right now that really the world can use to help people. The wonders really right now are trying to elevate the consciousness of humanity. This is their basic journey right now. They're trying to move this consciousness of humanity upwards into a consciousness away from that whole fear perspective that, they, that we have. Mm-hmm. And as you know, right now, the world is all caught up in fear with regards to econ- economics and wars and everything else. So it's how do you elevate this consciousness? It has to start with the individual, and the individual has to look at themselves and say, "Do I want to live my life in fear, or do I want do I want to choose, you know, regardless of fear?" Heck, you know? yeah, everybody, you know, that really struck a chord because, really, when it comes down to it, I can just tell you myself: I live in fear every day of my life. I get up yeah. and go to work. <laughs> That's a fear right there. Like, if I don't get up and go to work, I don't get money. I don't pay my bills. I'm being potatoes on the street. I'm homeless. And that's a fear. I mean, that's straight up. I'm, you know, especially in this, like you just mentioned, like, you know, the way the, 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 all the events going on in the world. I mean, yeah, I'm scared, Renee. <laughs> I'm really what scared if, right now. What if, you, what if like, you decided to change your consciousness and all of a sudden, in this moment of changing your consciousness, instead of looking at work as I have to, I'm afraid that if I don't work, I will, everything will, you know, I'll lose everything, which is lack, of course, that fear of lack. What if you realize that you are an abundant person and that everything in the universe is there to literally give you all the abundance that you could possibly desire? That literally you are abundant. In other words, it's like you're a magnet. Everything's coming to you. You're strictly 100% abundant, mm-hmm. and all you have to do is decide what to choose. What if you yeah. did that? <laughs> then all of a sudden, work becomes a choice. It's like, what do I choose to do? You know, do I have to, if I don't like my job, do I have to stay here? Uh-huh. I can go find another one. And you don't have to sit there and think to yourself, oh, my God, everybody's getting laid off. Everybody's getting yeah. fired. You know, there is no jobs available. It's not no. What do you want to do? Because mm. once you create that, then you create that whole environment where you can do it. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I get paid for sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, if you think yeah, about no, that. Great work I mean, if you can get it. But <laughs> that's what I wanted, that's what so, I wanted to sometimes do. Sometimes I get life. paid for sleeping too, Renee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let your boss hear that. Quiet. Don't yeah. tell anybody. <laughs> Okay, except that I get paid consistently. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's better. <laughs> no, I see exactly what you're saying, though, Renee, and it, it, it's it's a, it would be. I just you know it's just a, it's up to me. I know that you know. I mean, I mean I'm hard headed, so hey, what am I going to do? Yeah, but you see, again, it's 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 
you can't make those choices if you don't know that you are capable of making those choices. Yeah. And that's what the wonders bring you. They, they bring you that awareness that, hey, you are this amazing, brilliant person that's capable of choosing. And they, then they guide you through your interactions with them and through the retreats, through the study groups and the workshops. You get guided to that whole point of, hey, I can make this choice. I can mm-hmm. learn from this. And all of a sudden you start living the life you really wanted to live as opposed to thinking and wishing that you had the, the life you wanted to have but never actually choosing it. Ah, very interesting. Why don't we Why don't we bring the wanders, I mean, however you want to do it? Um, because I, yeah, maybe they can help me with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe they can help Doug with this. I don't know. Maybe we, they can help us. Let's just both of the break. We, I know we only got a. I I don't think we should have a break. No, we let's just go right through it. You guys, do you guys mind that, Renee? It's entirely up to you. We um, don't care. Uh, you know, it's let's, like let's yeah. go through it because I I want to yeah I want to give you guys as much. I mean, we had I think we we're having as much fun talking here. Look at the clock. I'm like, oh my god, we're at the <laughs> what happened? Yeah, no, it, it's, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Interesting. that's the thing. And and I just well, I, I want to talk to Renee too. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. We didn't get to do that very much last time, so it was really cool yeah, to talk to you. So, true. all right, well, yeah, if it's cool with you guys, we'll step back and let you guys do your thing and just. Uh, It'll only take about a, a minute. Okay. okay, excellent, excellent. All right, you ready, my love? Um, all set, hon. Please indulge this entity so completely in love that all needs, wants, and desires are chosen. And greetings. Greetings, Wonders. Greetings, Maggie. Would you please go to the room to where and to when you are directed? Would you please locate your facilitator, Maggie McGuffin Gazette, on November 26, 2008? Yes, we have you. We are gathered here at 8361 11th Line, R number 2, in the town of Thornton, in the province of Ontario to do a reading for the Ghostly Talk radio show. May we begin? Please. Thank you. Thank you, Wonders. Okay, guys. Scott and Doug. Hello. Hello, Wonders. <laughs> Greetings. It's good to talk to you again. It's been a little while. I think it's maybe been about a year and a half, a couple of years, something like that. So, it's... Please, introduce yourself. Oh, I'm Scott L. From, I'm Scott L. of Ghostly Talk. And I am... Greetings, Scott. Yes. And, and I am Doug. It's nice to Greetings, talk to Doug. you again. Hmm. Interesting. Good. <laughs> Let's have fun. Okay, I want to talk about this. Is, I know oh, this is going to go diving in. He, oh yeah, he, he, he literally rubbed waiting. his hands together. I Ooh. have been. Um, interesting things have happened to me this year, and one of them was I got to attend a a, a seance kind of thing for a a, a, magi- a magi- magician who used to live here on Earth called Harry Houdini, and he used to go to these seances and debunk. Um, uh, Frauds who were who were trying to you know just get money, but they were saying that they were talking to you know deceased loved ones. But I'm wondering. I have read many books, many thoughtful books about uh, seances that seemed successful, and these are learned scholarly folks mm-hmm. um, who would bring in a, a, a you know a, a, someone to do a seance who just seemed to have the gift and who could produce things like you know trumpets would sound and objects would appear and disappear and and voices. and it and it vo- you know yeah. disembodied voices and messages from from deceased people i'm wondering in those seances of old um I, I understand about the fraud part, you know, the people who wanted just to do it for money, but there were people who didn't. Were, were, was there a certain amount of real seances going on and real communication and real messages being passed and real phenomena happening? Yes. There is real communication. As to phenomena, it happens in some in very specific occasions, but mostly... Mostly not. Mostly it's manufactured. Uh, 
<laughs> but do realize that it can occur. Just because an individual has shifted from a physical realm to mm, the non-physical realm, they're still part of third-dimensional reality. And until they choose to move, to reintegrate and re, uh, with soul essence, then, dear friend, they're still physically present, even though they're not physically present, if you know what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So the result in this is that individuals can, who are willing to open themselves to it, can certainly communicate with these, uh, uh, call them ghosts or call them apparitions, if you want to call them that, uh, soul essences. So really, if you see it from that perspective, there is an existence, and there certainly is an ability to communicate as to the trumpet sounding, et cetera, et cetera. In some cases, that can occur. But in the majority of cases, it is manufactured by the um, mediums themselves in order to enhance their um, marketability, if you want to call it that. <laughs> wow. Just like today. Wow. <laughs> Nothing's really well, changed. Nothing's changed. We yeah. can go on the corner and get a coffee that costs $10. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have a, another related question is the people who went to these seances, the, and these are, this doesn't happen very much, you know, in, in my time frame now, but in the past, people would go to these seances and the vast majority of the people who went to them really did have issues. I want one more message from my loved one. I want, you know, I want mm-hmm. to know if so and so is okay. I want, and and um, or, or some. You don't think that happens now in this lifetime? Oh, I think that happens, but it happens in a different way now. <laughs> no, they call, they're called psychics now. They're not well, called mediums. Well, they're called true. tarot card readers and palm readers. They're called. All kinds of called mediums in some cases, but there, there is a thirst. People have a thirst for um, satisfying their needs and their fears, and so many individuals. In fact, the individuals you would most think would be most logical tend to be very emotional at times and look for those kinds of answers. Yeah, I, I agree with that because I know as far well. well he mentioned curiosity. Okay, go ahead, Doug. Well, why don't they already know that their loved ones are there waiting? Because I, I understand, I understand the way I see it is, you know, we're we're here and we won't, you know, be on the other side until after this body's death. But what? Mm. Why don't they already know that they're still loved? That they're? Why do they have to have somebody tell them that? Yeah, good question. Because because they're disconnected from their own oneness, their own awareness of their oneness. Each and every one of you, yourselves, for example, you are part of the oneness. You are the oneness, if you want to call it that. Now, do you know, for example, that you are God, God is the all that is? Do you really, truly know that within yourself? Or is this just a mental concept that you play around with sometimes? Mm-hmm. So the result in this is that uh, when doubt sets in, you mm, mistrust yourself, and the result in is then you look for answers elsewhere. Now, most individuals, the average human being, is mm, naive, if you want to call it that, with regards to their own connection to the oneness, their own connection to soul essence, their own connection to God, God is the all that is. Mm-hmm. They don't see themselves that way. They see themselves as separate. And because they see themselves as separate, they create a, vir- uh, a more, I call it a virtual separation between themselves and all that surrounds them, their loved ones and everything else. And so they need the intermediary to act as the bridge between the separateness of themselves and the separateness of others. 
And this is why they choose to use it in this way. If you think about it, you're not separate yourselves from anything that's around you. Even the trees, the chair you're sitting on, you're not separate from it. Did you know that that chair could talk to you? Mm, but you see, you don't think of it that way because mm -hmm. you see it as a manufactured mm, equipment. And so you don't see it as having a consciousness, yet there is within that chair an awareness of its own existence. Oh, wow. I think I think it would say, "Get off me! You're too heavy." <laughs> no, see, that's, that's your mind and the mind's interpretation. Yeah, it would also say, "Please," it would also say, "Please don't fart on me." <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. yes. But again, that would be your mind's interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> no. But no, I mean, I think you know, it, I totally see what you're saying concerning the situation. I mean, and I think what happens is someone a lot of times they get swallowed up in their own just, you know, you miss this person, well, for I example. Think I think it's swallowed of, up in that misery, you know, that, and they get disconnected. And I think that's part of being conscious or part of being here in, in these bodies or whatever is that sometimes because, I mean, no, no matter how great of a understanding you can have of something, like your spot in the universe or your oneness with, with everything, um, you can lose it just by getting distracted by, you know, uh, a butterfly flitting by, and then suddenly that becomes your universe. And I mean, uh, but you see, you, that's because you're looking at understanding, and you think you're looking at knowledge being the thought-out mental knowledge. When the knowing is within you, when the awareness of who you are exists within you, it cannot be distracted from. Ooh. You are truly aware of yourself. That, that goes even beyond all of the distractions. Even in the darkest, grayest moments, you would know that you are oneness, that you could experience darkness and grayness, absolutely, that you could experience sorrow so painful that it would actually make you double up in pain. Oh, agreed. But even in that doubling up of pain, you would still know that you are oneness, but that this is just an experience that you're experiencing. So the key for most individuals is to come to that understanding within themselves that they, that reawakening to that knowing of who they are. And this is what we're here in, attempting to help humanity come to this awareness of. Because if humanity can come to that awareness of knowing who they are, when they move outside of this planet and go to the stars, they will bring that consciousness to others. There are many, many, mm, call them, existences in other planetary systems that are at different levels. Some of them know, some of them partially know, and some of them need that mm, learning, that, that reawakening as well. So humanity can become mm, of the adventurers that go out and help others to reawaken as well. Right now, the way humanity is going is going into becoming the conquerors of all others. Do you see? The conquerors of all others? Yes. Humanity is a war, at this point, is a warlike consciousness. Oh, yeah. It is a fearful consciousness. And if humanity were to move to the stars right now, it would be in order to overtake, conquer, take over, you see? And we're attempting to shift humanity's consciousness so that it becomes a, a teacher, a guide for others. Is well, it? it seems as if... Um that would be the logical step if we were to go to the stars, because I think, like we've just, like we've, you just Not mentioned. Not when, by the way. Oh, yes, even when. better. So, but this whole mentality, this fearful mentality, I think one of the biggest fears we have when it, it comes to. It is true, because we tend to, 
you know, I mean, as a, as a human race, I mean, yeah. individually, I don't feel this way, but as a race, as a I, I think as a, uh, you know, a being, we, we tend to go and, and anything that we cannot control, we either get rid of or take control take of it. Take control of it. And you don't do that individually? Oh, no, no. I, sometimes I'll sit there and I'll just, you know, watch the sunset and just, um, be. And, and that, those are my most peaceful moments. Sometimes. Sometimes. What about the rest of the time? Oh, those are nervous, anxious times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> where, where aren't, I they just, the, aren't they the control times? Where I just try to get through. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I, I don't think I, I, I mean, there's times when I, I want to control something or, or, or a situation, but it's, it, that's not I'm the very control often. freak. I'm the total control freak. Yes. I yes. can, I can, I'll, I'll, Mm-hmm. This isn't a game, dear friend. This is this is not a mm, I'm a better controller than you are game. And what we're saying is that everyone in humanity has a control aspect within themselves. Some mm-hmm. exercise it more than others. Mm-hmm. But the key is to realize that when you move away from an individual separate consciousness into a group consciousness called mm-hmm. humanity, then the group consciousness must move as one. Right now, group consciousness called humanity is moving in as one, but they're moving in a warlike movement. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. Fearful warlike movement. And what we're looking to try to do here is, this is why we've come through at this point in time, is to shift humanity's consciousness to one of mm, appreciation, one of love, mm, one of mm, becoming the teachers for all of the universe. Is it? Okay. I would like that. Yeah, it'd be very nice. So how about you guys doing it on your own? What, what about you becoming the teacher for others around you? Once you choose to change your consciousness, you become the examples for others. Not that you got to go out and preach it. This is not what we're talking about. There's too many of those in the world. There's, in fact, every teacher in the world that you have in your humanity is a preacher uh, out of control or in control, depending on the point of view. Yeah. What we're suggesting to you is that you become the examples that as you walk the planet, others look at you and say, hey, I can do that too. Mm-hmm. Do they? Well, I think we try. We are really, I mean, in all honesty. Every time you say try, please put a quarter in a jar. <laughs> when the jar is full, when the jar is full, please send it to dear Maggie. She's still waiting for jars. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do this show. We do this show every week. And the big thing about it, one of the big parts we've learned, besides, you know, we thought it was going to be this show on hunting ghosts and stuff like that back in the day. But we know it's become something much more than that to the point where we, we, we get into a lot of issues, I think, like, we, like we're talking about right now, where we're like going, look, you know, we've got to straighten our acts up here. We're going to be in big trouble. Well, you know, right. And as we little, learn, everyone else learns, yes. too. So we are on our way we're, to yeah, that. We're, we, we have I'm not going to say the T word again, but, I mean, we're, we're doing we it. We have taken steps for that. We're making our finest attempt. How's but that if sound? we should, but... <laughs> Mm, May we interrupt for a moment? Sure, go ahead. Yes. Mm. First, realize, dear friends, mm, that your show mm, is not a try. Mm, And you're not learning on the show. You're learning from it, yes, Mm -hmm. you're growing from it. But it's not because you're learning and growing from it that it's actually mm, that people will learn and grow. It's because of the energy of your cells has shifted since we last spoke. You yourselves have made choices to change who you are. Your interactions with individuals have shifted. And to the point that now, when you express yourselves, every word you express is a word that is being expressed from a different perspective. So it's not the word you're using, 
It's not the interactions you have with people that people learn from, though to a degree they will say that they do. Mm. It's your energy that actually says to people, you too can be like this. Mm. And when you realize that, then your show becomes a, call it a medium if you want to call it that, a medium where people can connect to their U2s. Do you think? Yes. So that they too can then realize that, hey, it is possible. It is probable. It is, I am capable of being different. When they connect with you, they see a difference. Whether they've never spoken to you before or not makes no difference. They see, they know the difference by just your expression. And if you can realize that, dear friends, then you realize the power of your show. Well, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm, we well, a few minutes ago when I mentioned that we do this show and we try to educate and do things like that. I mean, I you know, living in living in this shell of a body that I have, I don't. I I really. You know, I think the I'm not making any saying, sense here. I know. think the wonders are saying it's it's deeper than just the topics and the yeah yeah, and I understand it's, that yeah. It's the 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 whole package, the energy, the, the you know. It's the, vitality, it's yeah. the entire thing, yeah. Look wow. at it this way. Your, your topics is the, call it the mind candy. Mm-hmm. That's what the topics are. They're there to fuel the minds mm-hmm. of individuals listening. And anyone listening listens because they're fueling their minds. And it's great candy, after all. That's why people keep coming back to it. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's addicted to candy, they'll understand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However... Beyond the candy, there is a consistency and a continuousness of yourselves that is deep and broad, and that energy is what's connecting to people. Is it? Yes. So don't don't misunderstand. Your mind candy may be what gets them in uh, to open the door, but to get to walk through the door is your energy. That's amazing. That's oh, fantastic. That's I, I, I'd want to spread that more and, 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 and see how it affects people. I love that. Well, and that goes for all types of mediums, though, I guess. I mean, not just doing this radio show. I mean, there's people all over there's the planet doing this stuff. Writing you know? books, yeah. writing movies, and, and so some of the energy is spread. Have you know, wonders, have you noticed, uh, an increase in activities that yeah, are um, that are allowing people to open their minds, or is all of this political stuff that's going on and economic stuff is that you know um, clouding it? Yeah, in actual fact, what's going on is there's a lot of activity going on that creates the mind candy. Mm-hmm. You see, <laughs> and if you think about it, all of this economic stuff, all this fear stuff, is just another mind candy. Mm. Really, that's all it is. If you love fear, then you're going to really relish this time of, of existence, aren't you? Yes. Mm. So really, it's just mind candy again. So we, everything, like even the the movie The Secret, for example, mm. mind candy, mm. great mind candy. It's mm. wonderful mind candy, by the way. <laughs> mm. And there are many books that are all mind candy. Even our books, mm, Let's All Get Well Soon, An Exploration of Health Perspectives, is still a mind candy. You see? Yeah. Mm. But the minds need that, and, and that's sufficient for what it is. But underlying that mind candy, there has to be a shift 
in consciousness. And what we see is the energy of some individuals is starting to express itself with a consistency and a continuance that is much deeper and broader than ever before. There was a time in your history when one individual came through. It was called the Nazarene. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought that he had all the answers. So what did they do? They beat him up. They put him to death. Or they thought they did anyways. That's for another time. (laughs) And, And then, so from there grew religion. Religion, of course, was just another mind candy. Yeah. yeah. So if you think about it that way, and we know every religious person, including the Pope, will say and will argue with us at this point, but really that's all it is, is mind candy. The spirituality that is inside of religion, that is buried within religion, is not being exercised enough. You see? Yes. It's being caught up and, and, and used and, and altered and shifted by the religious perspectives that define how to exist and how to behave and how to act, et cetera, et cetera. It's the how-to. The how-tos is a mind candy, by the way. Mm-hmm. So underneath all of that how-to, there is an existence. There's a, uh, call it a continuance, a constancy, that really is the spiritual essence of all of existence. And that essence is very simple. It's six statements that we've given humanity that defines all of existence. That's the essence of existence. And if you think about those six statements, then that exists in every individual underlying all mind candy. It exists in you. It exists in your ex- in how you express yourselves. Now, if you're expressing yourselves only as mind candy, then what you do is you create separation between those six statements and yourselves, layer upon layer upon layer of separation. Mm-hmm. As you begin to become aware of those, that you are those six statements, those layers remove themselves. And as you remove, those layers remove themselves, you become an essence that is, as we said, constant and continuous, so that others can also see those six statements and they reawaken to their awareness that they too are those six statements. You see? Yes. Wow. And when they do that, then you have a humanity, a call of a race, that is mm, capable of expressing themselves as their true essence, those six statements. And then they can be the, the examples for everyone in the universe, not just individually to each other. Do they? Yes. These six statements you're talking about, though, I don't know if we discussed this last time. Um, the six statements are, I mean, I, I'm wondering, uh, just to be flat out, these six statements, what, I mean, I'd like to know what they are, if possible. I mean, is this they're, the they're, actually, they're actually on the website, but we'll give them to you. Okay. Thank you. The first, existence is but an extension of yourself. Okay. The second, I am sufficient. The third, I am limitless. My choices reflect my limitlessness. The fourth, that which you are is that which I am, and that which I am is that which you are. The fifth, mm, that which you choose, you do so out of joy. And the sixth and final statement, all that I am is love. All that you are is love. And those are all, those are the six statements. And that defines all of existence, no matter <clears throat> what. That defines God, God is the all that is, ourselves and yourselves. And the universe itself, too, right? Exactly. Oh, okay, cool. Think about it for a moment. Just, is there any place in the universe that is not sufficient? Any place in the universe? 
Now you're making us think. This isn't fair. <laughs> is there any individual that is not sufficient? I'd have to say no to that. I think everybody has something. Everybody has the potential to rise not above potential. Anything. No, everybody is sufficient. The statement doesn't say you have the potential to be sufficient. The statement says I am sufficient. See, that's so, that's so interesting right there because, I mean, I, I'm programmed myself. I mean, everything has potential. Try this and that, right? Um, and... I mean, that, these are the words I use every day. Maggie's going to get a huge jar of quarters. Yeah, I know. I just she's yes. going to get rich, you know, for the holidays here. But uh, it, I, I say these words all the time. I know you say them too, Doug. Yeah. And these are words that I mean, they they basically it, it encompasses failure. But the statements are "I am." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These we are exactly you are as I. You know, it's it, they're they're more positives and absolutes than. Then yeah. try and be, you know. Potential. Well, I wonders why? Why do why do humans do this? Because I'm not the only yeah, one. Yeah, because it seems why? like we're our own method of speech limits our well, just limits a, well, us the, the speech is more importantly our actions, and the speech is how we express the actions. But I mean, in actual fact, in actual fact, most times what you'll find is that you you talk to hear yourself talk. Yeah, mm. I can agree with that. And so, <laughs> yeah. what happens is you use language that reflects your mind's judgment of who you are, rather than consciously choose to use language that reflects who you really are. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I. I absolutely see that. Mm-hmm. Is it? So, as a result, your actions, oftentimes don't reflect mm, the self. They reflect the mind's illusion of the self. I'm just processing. That. This is terrible radio. And, and I know, I, but I'm just processing I know, this. with all these silences. Yeah, things, I'm trying to process I, this. I believe it. I do. Mm. So I, the, re- the resultant is, then, you live in existence saying to yourself, I wish I were, well, you are. Do you see? Yeah. So you're going through an existence wishing, but not choosing. And we have a wonderful saying, choosers never wish, and wishers never choose. That's the truth. That really is the truth. Yes. So to become a chooser, you must be willing to consciously observe your existence, not with judgment, not to look at it and say, this is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is bad. Just simply to observe. And in the observation, make a choice. Do I choose this or do I not? I'm just using, I mean, we're both thinking here. So we're wow. Sorry. I, we apologize if we're not responding. <laughs> but we're just like, no, we Whoa. understand. And friends. the thing like, is, man, it, before we talked to you, we were talking about how empowering... Yeah. yeah, the wonders are, and and I just feel so empowered right now. I I feel like it's it's you know I am. Um, well, you know I can say that you know first of I all am, we obviously yeah, identify I with you. this, yeah. But I know that's something that uh, the reason I know I identify with it is because I've been put in a lot of situations over the last couple of years that have made me have to make cho- have to think like this. Like, look, okay, enough of this crap. You know, I can't be equipped to defeat, or if I if I am, I'm going to fail. I need to step in here and put my head down and go for it. Right? But you um, see, what mm-hmm. you're doing, though, dear friend, is that you're waiting until the you're at the edge of the precipice, 
and the only choice left is to either jump and kill yourself or fly. Okay. And we're saying, why live in existence on the edge of a precipice? Why not just choose all the time? Yeah, and that way you don't have to worry about being in situations like that. It's actually really good preventative management, it sounds like. To me. That's what it sounds like. But, so, yeah, I mean, this whole ad, I mean, it's empowering, like you said, Doug. I'm, I'm going to sit here beautiful. and process. And this is perfect for, for the holidays. Speaking of the holidays, um, the holidays are a great time to uh, reflect upon your, you know, your family and your friends mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and, and your, your uh, position in life. I know people should do it every day and every minute of every day. But, yeah, um, what I said the other day. But the holidays are a great time to, uh, you know, to, to take back and, and, and actually, you know, have some time off work to spend with friends and family and things like that and actually get connected. So what, what, what would be a great holiday message to folks? You are sufficient. That's a great holiday message. <laughs> you I are sufficient. love that message. I now, do. Recall at the beginning of the session, mm-hmm. we greeted you. We said greetings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, when we say greetings, everything that we are extends itself to you. Okay. Imagine if you did that to every person you met. Greetings. My name is Scott. Greetings. My name is Doug. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine how powerful that would be. That would Everything. Be now, not just a, co- a mental concept here. This yeah. is not just a, oh, hey, let me tell you greetings, like hello. Mm. How are you? How many people say hello, how are you? They don't really want to know the answer. No, they don't really care. It's just, it's just a figure right. of speech. Yeah. But what if you said greetings? Just that. Greetings. Well, I mean, it's it's more than just the word. I mean, it's the intent behind it, obviously. The intent it's, behind it, then. You're extending no, yourself. Not, not the intent. Yourself. Not the intent. Mm-hmm. It's the energy of yourself sharing itself with those around you. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So if you really want to give a, a holiday message, greetings. You are Beautiful. sufficient. You are sufficient. Greetings. Yeah. Imagine that if every... Where in the world there was a billboard that said, I am sufficient. Imagine that for a moment. How many people would look at that every day as they go to work, suffering from road rage, and yet at the same time, as soon as they looked at it, they would, they would connect. Road rage would stop. All of a sudden, fear would settle down. Person, people with perspectives of lack would say, hmm, maybe I can choose differently. Mm-hmm. Struggle would ease. Mm-hmm. Conflict would dissipate. Imagine that. All because the, the, the saying, I am sufficient, was posted on billboards all over the world. That's a fantastic yes, idea. Yes, it is. Is it? Well, yeah, I mean... Because it does, it, even <clears throat> just reciting it in my head i am sufficient has a calming effect like i don't yeah i don't need I to worry about all this here. crap i don't I have can, to yeah, yeah. yeah i it's it's fantastic. if you want to discover more about these statements there's yes. a book we've completed entitled defining statements of existence mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we've also completed a series on each of those statements so there's a great deal of information that helps individuals 
explore those statements. I would love to delve into that. Yeah, yeah, and we're at the, the top of the hour too, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, I'm so bummed. This also, is all the time we get with you. yeah. Well, the website. Well, let's say the website again is uh, the one. Well, the wonders dot com. Uh, yeah, before you, before yeah. you end this, yes, may we may we suggest that you revisit us again? Please, okay. we'd love the to. Yours, the choice is always yours. We'd love to revisit you guys again, maybe longer next time. We yeah, we should. We should for a longer then, time next time. Why don't you make the arrangements with your name, dear Maggie? And uh, before you end this radio show, mm-hmm. allow us to let to leave and let dear Renee come back. Yes. Sure, yeah, yes. yeah. And then that way, mm, uh, you can have a mending conversation with him. Fantastic. Right. Thank you, Wonders. Wonders. Thank you so much. We do thank you. Good to talking you to you again. Take care of yourself. To you all, the appreciation of all. Bye-bye. Appreciation of all, Wonders. Wonders, may we move to end this session? Please. Please perform all healings that are chosen. Done. Please relax the body to its natural state now. And to you all, the appreciation of all. The appreciation of all, Wonders. I would like Renee to awake feeling completely loved now. Wow. Came out of that session, I feel good. I feel <laughs> like I, all of a sudden I got pictures in my head of the billboard where every I am sufficient. <laughs> it's all over the world. I got... Hundred million billboards all over the world saying I am sufficient. Cool. <laughs> they left that with you because it was that's one of the things we talked about. It was uh extremely informational and mm-hmm. and and I just feel so calm and happy and Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say. I got I can I, <laughs> I can honestly say this and people know me out there. I was kind of I've had a very long week here with work and stuff like that. I'm pretty fatigued right now. Um, and when we got into this interview, I was kind of like, uh, you know, I mean, I was tired, but I was ready to go. I was ready to get it on and do this thing. But I feel actually much more alert right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm feeling awake, you know what I mean? And I, I do feel a bit more energized, so that was really cool. So we, thank you, Renee. We thank the Wonders already. We appreciate it. Oh, that. you're welcome. And you're th- welcome. Glad you enjoyed it. No, it's it's always great to talk to you guys, and we always learn so much in the short time we have together. So, but you know, we can do this anytime. We got to do it. We have to do it again. We definitely have to do it again. Um, but unfortunately, we do have to go to break here. This is like a total bummer. I'm so bummed right now. But again, again, thank you, Renee, and thank you, Maggie, for joining us again. We got. And we'll have to bring you back on sooner. You yes, know? I like that. Happy holidays to uh, all, to both of you. Yeah, happy holidays. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, hang on the line. Just hang on the line for one second. We're just gonna go okay. to break here. Hang tight. Um, okay. Yeah, this is <laughs> everybody. Wow. I want you to go to yeah. www.thewonders.com Yeah, and look up all the information. There's some free, some are you know books and and DVDs, and they they have now Check these retreats. I mean, this is an amazing thing. It's now is electronic downloads too. It's, uh, people can just actually buy a downloaded file. Oh, okay. An MP4 file. See, oh, cool. That's fantastic. And so, fantastic, so, yeah. so you can even get it like in time for the holidays. <laughs> and, yeah, you can get it instantly if you pay by PayPal. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fantastic. And and uh, so thewonders.com. And thank you, Renee, and thank you, Maggie. Ghostly talk. <laughs> You have been listening to Ghostly Talk Paranormal Talk Radio. The Ghostly Talk audio program is distributed for free under the open content license. Please share with all your friends and support independent media. 